right, don't get excited. It's Toledo again, Monday morning. Holmberg's taking an extra day to recover from hip surgery. Um, fully ambulatory, he found himself a walker. He was uh, hosting at the Steel Swede yesterday, but uh, the sleep patterns just aren't quite there after the surgery. So he's taking an extra day to recoup. Plans on being back tomorrow, 100%, ready to go with plenty of stories, I'm sure, about the hip surgery and everything like that. But you've got me again this morning and some best of. But I do have a few things to get to uh, business-wise. We've got a big concert announcement coming up at 7 a.m. Uh, we've got the De Niro Double Down Word still at 8 a.m. So tune in. We've got a bunch more great interviews like we played on Friday. Uh, some fun stuff coming up later today along with some conversational stuff. The Brady Report, Entertainment Drill, What Would Brady Do? All of that stuff. It's a normal Monday in that regard. So, you can feel free to text me. I've posted it on our Facebook page. I will post a picture of John and his walker uh, a little bit later this morning as well. But it is a best of morning. So, after your rainy weekend, you get to start your Monday with a best of morning. I'm sorry about that, but you'd rather have John back at full 100% capacity tomorrow, I'm sure. So, let's get to it. It is a Monday morning. It's 98 KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, One-fourth of it, anyway. It is the best of, and it's Monday morning. Welcome. Good morning. Talk about all the things we missed. Do you have it ready, Rich? Mm-hmm. Click on it because we're going. Oh, he's got. He can plug it in. He's still off. He needs another day. <laughs> there it is, Brady. It's time for us to go back to last week because we missed a lot. We're going back in time. That's right. And I wanted to do it in the most crucially ugly radio way because I listened to the Woody Show, and this is evidently what gets you to L.A. <laughs> All right, we're going back in time, baby. Clever. Yeah, clever stuff. So I'm not going to listen to that the whole way, although it's the best deaf singer I've ever heard. Please don't try me. How bad was Mo, really? <laughs> Got knocked out by the wind. I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't listen to a little bit, but I'm like, okay, wow. Too bad we can't go back in time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Mo should go back in time. And just try a yeah, little harder. Back in time it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Uh, first things we missed was that Michigan was almost overthrown while we were on vacation, which I still... And look, to, uh, if you're a white person and you looked at the video of the 13 guys that tried to overthrow the governor of Michigan, it's an embarrassment to us. Cut your beard. Yeah, cut your beard. <laughs> stop dressing like that. <laughs> yep. You're one of them. Get rid of all your camels. Stuff. That is the most... Uh, tr- it's the trashiest group of 13 that you could put together as far as just uh, the way they look. And they wanted to kill the governor and then overthrow Michigan, which is a low bar for a coup, really. Isn't it? I don't know the details of this, but they were going to overthrow the entire government so of the Michigan. Plan, the plan was to kidnap her, take her to a neighboring state, Ohio, Brady, oh, and try her there. Oh, so for treason for somehow, and stuff? somehow they were going to convince Ohio to put her right. on trial. I've been to Michigan. <laughs> I've spent time in Detroit with you. I got right. something called jungle rot right. in Michigan. That's a true story. I wish it weren't. Now, it could have been Toledo, but I'm no, pretty sure I got jungle in pu- rot it was in you Detroit. Stepping in those puddles. Because it was in, one degree in a, in, uh, the, the entire downtown. time we were there. Yep. I didn't see the sun or blue sky for the full 70 hours we were in Toledo and Michigan. It, it's the ugliest place I've ever been. So we go up, and then I tried. I had to throw my shoes away because something I stepped in made my foot start to rot off. Motor City slush. It was. Within a day, I caught uh, Thomas Hearn's foot. I don't know what it's called. I don't know why. They they just name everything after their legends. I had uh, Crunk Jim foot. And and honestly, Toledo, the day we're there, 
Ah, I stepped in a puddle yep. that night. Be careful, man! You'll get Seeger toe. Scent? They Put couldn't. Your shoes they outside. couldn't be in a room with me because, and I couldn't wash it off. Yeah. And I had one pair of shoes. We had to go to a place called Dick's, which is now here, but I didn't know. So I told the girl, we don't have Dick's in Phoenix. And then I realized what I said. <laughs> I 33 got, degrees outside, so you had to put his yeah. shoes outside to dry. There's no... Oh, no. Dry. It, it, and my foot had a disease. You and could I, get a Nugent corn on there if you're not careful. Wash I had that foot. <laughs> yeah, everything's named after Michiganers. <laughs> oh, you got a case of the old Kirk Gibson toe. Like, he got traded to the Dodger. <laughs> But yeah, so I got that. So if I was the governor of Michigan and a, and a band of hillbillies came busting in the door and said they wanted it, you got it, boys. So basically, the cast of Duck Dynasty was rolling in <laughs> yeah, trying to overthrow the exactly government. Exactly right. Only well, here's, look them up. Look them up. Uh, yeah, Brett. Yes and no. Yes in look. No in intelligence. The Duck. Yeah. Di- these are guys who couldn't make it on Duck Dynasty because they couldn't pass the IQ test. Now the, uh, that's true too because the Duck Dynasty guys are. Super were they smart. part of a militia? Or they just were. Uh, they well, they're trying together. to tie them together, those Boogaloo boys. Which is also the name of the thing I had on my feet. I had Boogaloo foot. I don't know what it is, but you, if you're going to overthrow a government, Michigan is not the one you shoot for. What do you want to run, though? That's like saying, I am going to steal an NFL team. I'll take uh, the Jets. Like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> just, that's a job. It's the hardest job in the world. Have you seen Flint? You don't want to govern that state. You know, overthrow her and kill her. Yeah, the pictures are bad. It's an embarrassment to Whitey. Yeah. All I thought when I saw that was black people just shaking their heads going, how do they think they're superior? I think even black people are like, just, just, just take it. Just, just, they can just, have just, it. You can yeah. have it. It's all yours. Michigan's yours. I'll show you. I'm going to be the mayor of Las Cruces after this coup. What the hell? Who wants that? Uh, this is another thing we missed, Brady. These would have been stories you probably did. Norman Zalek uh, tried to rent a horse from a woman in York County. Did you see the price he was willing to pay? Not for? yet. Uh, and he wanted to rent it so he and his wife could have sex with it. <laughs> he made that kind of known. Horsematch.com? The woman owns a host named Pentley, and she offers the animal for rides and training. Well, this guy misunderstood the rides part. In exchange for Facebook, in, in exchange of Facebook messages, a uh, woman shared these with police too. This Zalek guy asked the woman if she'd be willing to rent the horse for he and his wife, so they could have sex and perform sexual activities with the horse. Now he Facebooks this, so these are messages you can just turn right over. Um, he allegedly told the woman he and his wife are open-minded. <laughs> we like new things, you know. So they'd never been with a horse in any manner, and he thought, well, we both said we wanted to. And told the woman uh, through Facebook that that's something they wanted to do. During the conversation, the man said uh, he was willing to spend up to $200 for this rental. So, I've got a bar. I'm just telling you right now, lady, you're missing out on two C-notes if you let me f*** your horse. Start the negotiations. <laughs> $200 is hard to turn down, Hubie. We should do it. <laughs> What's he want to do to Bentley? He says he's, he and his wife are going to f*** her horse Bentley. $200? Do it. American dollars? Everyone's got a price. Uh, this one I saw and I thought uh, Brady probably screamed at his TV. Why would you want to cure that? Boy has uh, eaten nothing but sausages his entire life. Cured. I didn't know if he was cured or the sausages were. Right. Yeah, yeah. He had to cure the meat. <laughs> He's, uh, ever since he can remember 15-year-old Ben Simpson has eaten nothing but sausages. Breakfast style. <laughs> 
three times a day and a glass of water. A clinical condition called avoidant restrictive food intake. So it's a disease. Arfid? Yeah. It's Arfid. Yeah. (laughs) As a child, he only ate finger sausages. He occasionally tried french fries. The damn Arfid. The fries had a profound impact on his social development. At parties, he would just sit there and cry, refusing to go where the food was because there was no sausage. If he went to a friend's house, he wouldn't eat. He would say he wasn't hungry. It was a nightmare for him. Uh, he got treatment. Uh, he was at four or five sausages per meal <laughs> before they realized he needed some sort of a treatment. He's in Sausage Anonymous now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Swansea, Wales. $75 a month on a specific brand of skinless bangers that he had to he have three times bangers. a day. I was going to say, man. <laughs> and you think to yourself... Which is good parenting. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong there? It's easy. What's for dinner? And his mom got tired of buying them. Fed up with it for 15 years. Uh, So the family suggested uh, having him hypnotized, and he went and he got in touch with this guy who hypnotizes kids off sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I don't know which way you're taking that one. It's the computer. (laughs) I can hypnotize your child from wanting sausages in his mouth. All right. You can't. <laughs> Trevor, get in there. But I don't want you, Dad. I love sausages. <laughs> get in there, God damn it. Can you, uh, can you do stuff like sausages? My kid drinks milk to a hot dog. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that that grenaded on Brady. It was an eight second, and then it blew up. Can you cure him? I'll try. Another story we missed, and this is, I looked at this and thought this was great. A priest was busted for having a threesome with two dominatrixes right there on the altar. And I'm like, finally, a Catholic having consensual sex with adults. This is a step in the right direction. <laughs> Letting uh, everyone know. Having a threesome with two women on the altar, he was wearing his pr- priest robes and using adult toys. The women were both dominatrixes. Uh, there was stage lighting, two cameras, they had them running. And the whole thing was wildly visible from the street. A person took video and then called the cops. He was arrested for obscenity charges, as were the dominatrixes. Uh, 41-year-old Mindy Dixon and 23-year-old Melissa Chang. That was last week? Yeah. It's got to be on Pornhub right now. Get on it's it. Gotta, it's got to be. See if you can find the video. He was in Louisiana. Yeah. What was the church? You're not getting on Pornhub on that computer. He's 37. He's a reverend. Got my phone. Uh, Yeah, you can do it on my phone. (laughs) Uh, He's a Pearl Rivers Catholic Church pastor. He's arrested a few weeks ago after someone walked walked by the church right there at night, heard a noise, opened the door, swung it open. Like, well, looky, look, look at this. Would you look here? Yes, I'm not going to confession today. Uh, OMG. Well, that's the South Park where they have the cleaning crew. That comes in and gets all the uh, blood and <laughs> off the stage before the parishioners come in. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and you know, nothing major there. Ice cream uh, bars formerly known as Eskimo Pies, and you'll get in big trouble, lose your job probably, for calling them Eskimo Pies. You'll get canceled. Are now called Eddie's Pies. Really? Yeah. So I tell my dad. Yeah, he likes the Eskimo Pies. Yeah. Uh, he can't have those anymore. Um. You can now have Eddie's pie. It's the same pie. Is it the pie offensive? Um, or is it the name only? The name. But doesn't that represent the pie? So therefore, the pie represents the name. Yeah, but Edmonton Eskimos are still a team, by the way. In 
Canada, Canadian football. Is Eskimo a slur? But I think maybe the, the fact indigenous that, people. Uh, yeah, is but it that's a slur? not a recipe of the Eskimos that ice cream isn't everything. Oh, oh wait a minute! You know, so what? you're saying because they didn't invent it, that's the slur? Yeah. <laughs> so the real slur is on us white people who invented Eskimo pies because they're it's taking cold, all the we're credit. Call it. Got it. It's a derogatory catch-all term by used used by non-natives. It's like the word Indian. It covers all the tribes of Eskimo, but I didn't know there were more of those. My dad's okay because he'll just stick with the Klondike bar. Is that bad? He likes the Klondike. Doesn't that piss off lesbians? I don't think so. Okay. And then finally, if you're looking for a, a new mask to keep people away from you, Lenny Kilmeister from, uh, have you seen these? Yeah. From uh, Motorhead. They took pictures of his mouth. <laughs> and they made them uh, COVID masks. Those are pretty cool. Pretty, uh, this <laughs> Those are bad. pretty cool. <laughs> this is not bad. Because it's, you know that's Lemmy right away, oh, too. Yeah. There's no eyes. There's nothing. You just know that that's Ian a Ian Canfields bought all of them. Yeah. Yeah, Ian's got them all. And he's drilled a hole in one of them. Where <laughs> Lemmy's mouth was. Right. The Woody Show then, right? Okay. So I was third in line for that? Okay. Anyway, so that's kind of all we missed. Not Not much. A coup in Michigan is probably the big thing, right? That's huge. <laughs> Nothing else. And uh, Brett, Columbus Day, how do you celebrate? Uh, I don't really. I mean, yeah. you know, Are you going to go to the Italian American Center? Well, I think so. I mean, I got a picture. In, like I got it? a picture in front of the Columbus statue over there. Uh, framed? The, no, no, I got it on my phone. Oh, you I should get that, that blown up and framed at the house. And just put it right above my bed. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Dermadia would love that. She would yeah. love looking up at you and the <laughs> guy who discovered the Bahamas. <laughs> Every year I get emails from Native Americans telling me, you know, this is nothing, right? I'm like, I've been saying that for years. I've been telling people Columbus didn't do anything. He got lost, essentially. There's a day off in school. That's all. But that's I will. What I, that's what I always look at thing, it as, in all honesty. This is an uncomfortable moment because it's still fresh. But we celebrate things who get lost a lot. Uh, and Native Americans, you want to get mad about that, but Whitey did a worse thing about people getting lost when we renamed that mountain over there, Piestawa Peak, because essentially when we found out the real thing behind that, she got lost. And, yeah. and, and we, you know, and that was, yeah, and that was a terrible tragedy that and we ended up, it was too late in the game to say anything. Same with Columbus. Columbus did, he got lost and we named him everything after the guy. But we do that because we jump to conc- like so quick. I'll, I remember. I don't know if he we wasn't were lost. Columbus was lost. Brady, if I told you I'm looking for your house and I ended up in someone else's house miles away and just said this is Brady's house, I'm lost. It's now your house. <laughs> it's just it's the definition of lost. It's just you wouldn't admit it. It's stubborn and lost. Got all combined up. He thought he was in India. He didn't know where he was. And what is it when you don't know where you are? Um, lost. Local. No, lost. Exploring. <laughs> Exploring. <laughs> yes. That's what my people were doing. <laughs> so next time you can't find a place. I'm exploring. Don't get boy. upset. You're just <laughs> exploring. Right. right. I don't know where we are, so we're explorers. Sorry I'm a half hour late, but I was right. out exploring. <laughs> I was exploring a neighborhood. It's beautiful. I uh, commandeered two homes. I call them Brady's house now. The but yeah, I told that I, this this Native American guy and I were joking back and forth, and he goes, "You guys celebrate a dude who got lost," and I'm like, mm, "Well, you know, so do you." But you didn't do that. I won't even blame Native Americans for that. That was were we on the air when they changed the name of Squaw Peak? Yeah, because I remember getting the letter from that, that lady down the street. Yep. 
Uh, it's a, it was on Nappy, so. Yeah, because she was, like, screaming out, get yep. me and uh, she did it quick. a tragic Native American story. Immediate. And the first one she had, she's like, cool. Like, she didn't care about Lori Piestola's truth. I'm not blaming her. She was in war. Everybody's lost in war. But you don't do that and then say, this happened. And they, they did the same thing with Pat Tillman. Here's the fake story to make him a hero. And then the truth came out. And you're like, hey, hold on a second. This was tragic. You don't want to name stuff after this. Terrible. So, yeah, we all, you know, we've we've stunk for a long time. There's a great line in Fargo last night that said, do you know why Americans uh, love crime stories? Because America is a crime story. And I'm like, wow. oh, that's a great line. Because it's true. It's true. But so are all other nations. So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Brady's got a list of things he's going to test our own Brett Festley. And I got an oh, no. email I got to read. It says, uh, oh, wait, that's a different one. Although it's pretty good. The guy says, uh, John, you're completely right. I'm a loud and proud Trump supporter. I wear hats. I wear shirts. I have signs and flags in the yard. But today I feel a little ashamed and dirty and violated. I'm still voting for Trump because I think he's taking the country in the right direction. But I'm definitely hanging my head a little bit today with disappointment. I'll be a little more quiet today. And after your show, I usually turn to politics for the rest of the day. But I have to take a break and reset from what I saw last night. I think that's a good that's a good approach there, especially if you've been kind of the loud one on either side. Well, Larry gained another listener today, then. <laughs> He's not tuning into politics. <laughs> that's right. Congratulations. You can listen to... And by the way, today is uh, the 25th anniversary of Larry's third day on the job. So... <laughs> He's going to celebrate uh, all the songs with the number three in them today. Very big. It was a big day. It was his third day on the job. And then he was fired once. Yeah. For about three weeks, right? Yeah. Does that hurt? For that joke. Yeah. For which one? Uh, but which I'm was the anniversary? I'm not talking about that joke ever again. I won't tell that in private company. No. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he opened a mic and said, here's something. Uh, yeah. Find out, Jeremy. Find out when he was fired. We'll eliminate that from the 25th anniversary time, and we'll batch that in. But we can so is it. he just combining everything? Yeah. So The Uncle Friday to the Larry. Okay, all right. I don't like when people remember him as that. But I keep telling him, like, look, nobody's ever going to retroactively attack you for Uncle Friday. And they might. I just tell him that to get him to stop talking about it. <laughs> there was no tapes back then, <laughs> so yeah, you never he's know. all right. Oh, I got tapes of it. If anybody <laughs> needs one, I can, I can. I'll throw Larry. That's the reason Larry and I get along. I hold that over his head like a, like a thunderclap. got the tapes. But somebody said uh, uh, something. I haven't listened since uh, for a while. So it's the first time back in a while. And uh, this is what it said. It was pretty great. Where'd it go? Damn it. Oh, there it is. It says, I haven't listened for a while. Uh, so let me just catch up. Happy belated birthday. Yes, it's been that long. My birthday's in the middle of July, for God's sake. So he, he gives us that. And he said, uh, uh, you're missing someone from the show, which seems strange at first. But now it's like he was never there. I think Bert does a, a really good job. Rounding out the crew. And uh, I do like that Eric was edited out of the theme music, although I want to know when Brett gets edited in. Uh, why don't you just make it permanent at this point? Well, we can. <laughs> I'll just leave it. To you. No one's allowed to hire anyone right now. So Brett is probationary until COVID goes away or he quits. That's basically And it's it. going pretty good. Right now. COVID? For Brett. For Brett. Oh. That was a cavalier attack of people with COVID. Yeah, Brett's fine. I'm We're still fine. the overnight guy, technically. Technically, on paper, he's yep. still the overnight guy. 
And on the website, too. Well, and that's where you're going to stay. <laughs> I know. Because we can't actually move you. And in fairness to Brett, this is the worst part about it. He got a job doing overnights 27 years ago. <laughs> he did them without complaint for a quarter century. And then uh, got a job in the morning show and took a pay cut. It was fantastic. It's a great move. Great. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. <laughs> but it's I couldn't his... believe that when somebody mentioned that, you'd yeah. be like, eh. Oh, yes. All that work and all that. You know what? I'm going to work on the morning show. It's a it's an upgrade in life, and I don't have to stay up with these weird night owl troll meth heads anymore, and I can start hanging out with the people who are uh, first thing in the morning troll meth heads, and uh, oh, we're going to cut your pay. <laughs> Congratulations on your promotion. So yeah. You're going to love it. So I get, I get a lot of that, actually. You must be doing an all right job, Brett, because people are saying they like you. So uh, Thank you. I'm just making that up. I'm trying to make it. I don't get a ton of I get a couple. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but we can't make you permanent, so quit asking. <laughs> Just live with it. What, and what business is it of yours anyway? He sneaks these little uh, emails and texts in. Brett does. Oh, Brett does He's a good right job of that. Yeah, it's usually under a woman's name, which is strange. Also, do you email the Hell's Angels and go, "All right, he's been a prospect long enough. Just let it go." <laughs> he can. We'll do what he wants. Right now, though, it's time for Brett and his Italian knowledge. As we like to tap into this, and Brady's got some food stories. So this is a combination of the two of you. And your passions. Are you just going to leave the room now? Just to- yeah, I'm going to go. In the, I'm going to go wrestle Jeremy in the hallway. Get the oil. Uh, go ahead and ask your weird questions, Brady, because I'm, this is interesting. Okay. Oh, no. A lot of people, Italian food is one of their favorite foods. Yeah. And um, you might not be eating it like a real Italian would. All right. So, so when you next time you're at the Olive Garden eating authentic Italian, that is food, not going right, to happen. That always makes it mad. So a recent poll looked at the top mistakes we make when we eat Italian food. Here are okay. the five things you might be doing wrong. Right. Okay. And would you agree with them? Oh, so I'll just open up with eating garlic bread with well, pasta. I know that's a sin. Is in, it? it? In Italy, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a sin over nice. there. I do it. I do it because I'm Americanized, but it is a sin over there. You garlic don't do bread is yeah. frowned on in, oh, yeah. in Italian it's, houses? Yep. It's not Italian. Yeah, it's not it's Italian. Italian. It's garden. <laughs> well, neither are noodles <laughs> Italian. Oh, sure they are. No, they're Pastas. not. No, Asian. they're Asian. Stolen well, by Marco Polo and brought back. And made better. Okay. See, but they're still <laughs> yeah. not authentic Italian well, if you anything. Wanna, you take that up with the... Uh, I just did. Italians, well... Uh, okay. They're not Italian. We made them better. Says who? Says me. Okay. All the guineas. And you'll find that out in every in every town you go to in Italy. Yeah. That their pasta's better than the other town's right. pasta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the cheeses are better than well, the other. Well, that's the same with anything. Yeah. Hamburgers, that, pizza, everything. Yeah. Everybody's got their own, you know, it's better over here. But time out. If your argument that garlic isn't authentic Italian, then neither no, are garlic your bread isn't. Garlic oh, bread. bread. What does that mean? What do you mean? They garlic, don't eat a garlic slice bread of bread, is, you know, garlic bread with their pasta. Yeah, it's not It's not an Italian thing. Neither it, it, was, it was Americanized. Oh, all right. So is pizza. Ordering stuffed crust so pizza. That's not even a thing. Yeah, he a, just waved a, you off with his hand. The clearest example of why American pizza isn't seen as real pizza in Italian. And in general, more than three toppings is a no-no. What's your best pizza in town? Have we asked you that yet? As a in real town? Italian. This is a big test for you because there's going to be Italians well, who get pissed off when you answer this no matter which there is no, you go. You know, there is no right answer because What's everybody likes something American different. American pizza. That's what it would uh, you know what? And be, you know, being the Chicago thing, I, yeah. I don't. I'm not, but I'm not a deep dish guy. Yeah, me Our either. family always had the thin crust. Um, but one of the best pizzas I had, and I and I hate to say it because it's going to kill me to say it, was Lombardi's in New York. 
No kidding. Oh, oh, you went to New York. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Right. that's the, that's, that's the OG. That was the actual, the first pizzeria in, in America. That's right. So It's actually got... And it's, uh, it's amazing. It's great. I can't... You can taste the murder. Can't wait to go there. <laughs> it, Brady's going to get on a plane later today after he takes that elephant let's go. temperature. Adding extra Parmesan to uh, after the food's been served. Uh, that's a... That's, right. that's that's an insult. It you, is. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be seasoned correctly. <laughs> you guys, when it idiots. comes out. So when I take my craft powdered parmesan and just pound the bottom of that oh, little that green you don't do that. What, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> come on. It's basically it's. And that deserved to come on too. Come on. <laughs> so what you're learning is everybody has talked trash about Olive Garden, but that's how we all view it's Italian terrible. food. Because it's fantastic. You, you think that's terrible. It's amazing. It's terrible. Olive Garden's oh, awesome. Oh, so you'll, go, so you'll go to you Olive all- Garden over Syria. The garlic bread. Cereal closed. There's wow. a million Olive Garden. <laughs> you're Olive Garden, Brett. You're from here. You're not yeah, from Italy. Yeah, you're not authentic. You're doesn't Garden. mean I don't have taste buds. Here's your friends. So you like, to, you like Olive Garden? <laughs> Olive Garden's not bad. Oh, I love it. The breadsticks are just... All right, calm down. Calm down. Awesome. calm down. Ever since Fazoli's... Jeremy's going to kill you. You have to be careful. These people have an itchy trigger finger about their food. It's like Brady. You don't want and to get into this. a White Sox fan picks. All oh, right, now he's going down that road. I'm going to have to close your microphone, Jeremy. Oh boy, where's a bus? Where's a bus when you need a Jeremy taken out? Well, this segment with Brett is going very well. It's also cereal was the greatest food I've ever eaten. Yeah, next to Catch, which is now the greatest restaurant I've ever been to, and they're both in the Aria. But I will say, the Asian one was best. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't been that. That's the catch one? Uh, no, it's called cereal. Uh, it was an no, Asian, Asian one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, okay. about. Cereal. Noodles. No, delicious that is not Asian the noodles. Hell out they of were here. fantastic. What the hell's wrong with you? Guy comes over and goes, You're going to love this. Sayonara. <laughs> and he walked away from the table and like, These guys know noodles, these these Asians. <laughs> I just don't understand that garlic bread thing. If you're going to be all uppity about where garlic bread comes from, then you can't be too proud that's, of your noodles. It's over there. It's I eat garlic yeah. bread. Yeah, I don't, garlic I don't care. Awesome. I mean, it's good. But we do it like. As part of an Italian meal. Right. Like when we used to have Sopranos night at my mom's house, it was garlic bread. Like an Italian food she'd make, and then garlic bread was like on everybody's plate. So yeah. I, I always I always associated that completely with Italian food yeah, and nothing else. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've never even put it on, like, I've never had garlic bread with anything out, else. I prefer the bread with the oil. With like the olive oil. Oh, yeah, that's balsamic. good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. But you think about the Parmesan on the food. Yeah, yeah. Just in general, if someone puts a plate of food in front of you or whatever, and you, you go it. right for the salt or pepper, you yeah. taste it first. Yeah. That's the insult to the chef or the yeah that you didn't season it correctly. I mean, I put I I, I put Romano on mine, but <laughs> Romano overcooking your pasta. Well, that's big mistake. That's just that's bad. Yeah, El dente. Yeah. <laughs> Here's uh, one of your favorites. I know you love doing this: cutting up your spaghetti into pieces. No, no, no. <laughs> look at that. Yes. No, it makes it easier That's to eat. A bread. Sin. It makes it easier to eat. No, no. Oh. Oh. A can of spaghettios. Oh. I can is pretty good too. Yeah, I like to open the can and pour it into the oh. bowl, and sometimes I don't even heat it up. Chef Boyardee, oh. he's Italian. That, that, that last name's Italian, right? I call Boyardee. him Actually, Chef Boy. Oh boy, because I love every yummy. bite. Actually, he mm-hmm. was Italian originally. Yeah, Chef Boyardee. Originally, yeah, the original one, and then, and then they, they changed it to Boyardee. No, because I can't remember what his real name. Boyardee. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then but it, I guess during World War II, they, they started uh, canning it all up. And, uh, this is why you guys lost World War II. You're what? focused on the wrong stuff. No, no, it was American. <laughs> focused on that. It was American. Did you guys hear they changed Boyardi's <laughs> name to Boyardi? We'll never be the same. The canned Italian. Wow. Yeah, this is fun because I've never been this uppity about food in my life. <laughs> I've never had somebody say, hey, if you uh, take your cinnamon toast crunch, it's, Yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, really? That's how you eat that? Okay. The only thing I get goofy about is taking you to a steakhouse and you order well done. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm not paying for your steak. Or, or A1 or, you know, you ask for A1 at the steakhouse. <laughs> I'm not paying for you. If what, about, I'm, what about... You got a bottle of ketchup? No. Oh, my dad. Chili. Right on top no of the No matter what, if he gets chili, can I get ketchup, please? What's ketchup in Yeah, but that's oh. chili. That's slop anyway. That's just pig know, trough but... food. There's nothing. Look, if you're if you're uh, espousing the uh, higher end chilies and you're like, my God, that's an affront to chili eaters everywhere. Chili, you can pour you can pour rat crap on chili. It's just a bunch of goo. It's pretty good. Rat crap? Yeah. yeah. Ketchup's not bad. <laughs> now, if you brought ketchup to... Steak 44 or Ocean 44, and I'm paying. I'm asking for a separate bill for you. I'm coming in with Well done, sauce. and you put a thin layer of ketchup on top of the steak. You're, you're, so you're paying for that. That $150 hockey puck covered in ketchup is on your dime. Does I'll the waiter just come out and punch you in the face? A lot of chefs won't do it. I've been, yeah, I, they say no? I was, in a pla- yeah. I was in a place once where uh, Palazzo in uh, Vegas, and there was a steakhouse in there. I forget what it was called. And... Uh, like I, I will say this, it's not fair to your average person who doesn't like a rare steak. But they brought like I think Megan got medium well, and that thing came out rare. Yeah, and she's like, "No, I wanted it medium well." And he goes, "This is the chef's version of medium well. He won't cook the meat deeper than that because that's the way meat's supposed to taste. You want something else?" He's afraid to bring it back to the chef. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ketchup. But but it was basically like, "No, this is his version of medium well." You came to a place that's charging a couple hundred bucks a steak. He ain't cooking it your way. This ain't Burger King. This is what he's he's doing this. And and she started crying because I'm just eat the goddamn steak. <laughs> I don't it. want it. It's all bloody. It's not blood. It's water. It's fine. And it's bright red. Mine was purple because I get Pittsburgh black and blue. I get a steak the way you're supposed to get it. But this was obscenely rare. And I'm like, I'll eat it. I love that. But yeah, everybody at the table is like, well, you can't have it. It was like the chef was like, no. And some higher end places are like, no, steaks are cooked to this. And that's, it would be like an Italian place. You're like, I like my noodles to be really sticky and overcooked. The chef would be like, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And you do that at a place that actually you pay. And it's weird because the chef has a say in your meal and you're not sending it back. You send it, dude, never mind. Shut it down. You're like, that's when you started to see that Gordon Ramsay thing. Yeah, he, he just won't give you any food. You send your Whopper back all the time. This isn't done right. This this needs to be burned on the edges. Can I get this uh, just crispy on the sides? It's weird, but yeah, if I take every, if like we go to a steakhouse and I'm like, everybody, it's on me. And Jeremy says, and breaks ketchup out of his velour suit pocket. And it would be Hunt's. He would have Hunt's ketchup. Oh, no, it'd oh be packets. Tragic. It'd be packets food packets from Whataburger. Yeah. Food club. Food club ketchup. Yep. You're giving a brand. Food. I was a little nervous once. Megan's dad, we went to the melting pot. And, uh, he reached into his pocket in his coat and he pulled out his own cocktail sauce. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> What's going on? I like this. I'm like, we're. What are we doing? You got mustard in that other pocket. I'm going to leave. No, it's just the cocktail sauce. But yeah, you order, and I, if I was going to pay, I'll pay for everybody's steak unless you wreck it. I'm not out 
I don't enjoy your company that much to watch you ruin something. Like, that. <laughs> like if Brett said, let's all go to my favorite Italian restaurant. And you ordered like, uh, yeah, you ordered spaghetti and then ask him to boil it to a crisp and then put ketchup on it. You'd be like, I'm not paying I for like it. like my noodles mushy. I, yeah, I, I like mushy noodles. Al dente. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rarely is the pasta like the ma- uh, the entree. Pasta is just one of the. No, for you, Brady. Most people get full up. <laughs> When I went over there, they that had the different courses. They bring out sure. that. Hey, could I get some more of that pasta? Brady, come on. You really <laughs> think that's what they were doing? Or did they look at you and go, we got a sucker at a table of five. He eat all. Oh, no, no. In Italy, you eat again after the pasta. And then you eat again and again. Wow, there's seven courses of pasta here. You want family a lasagna? Family style means for the family, Brady, not just for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a single The serving. family wants me to eat seven courses. You want a uh, lasagna? You want a lasagna after your fifth uh, plate of spaghetti? I don't really. Oh, you want a salt in my mama? How could I do such a thing? It's tradition. One plate of lasagna, please. The side of chicken parm. This guy is like a Garfield out there. He eat it all. (laughs) Yeah. I don't buy a waiter who's like, you got to eat a third thing. I don't have to do anything. You want a salt in my mama? I'll do more of that in your mom. Give me the bill. <laughs> this guy, he don't want to fall for my trick. Well, there you go. Your Italian food is all wrong. Also, Asian. It's like no. the Scots. Those stupid the Scottish, the Scottish people yeah, sitting there. We invented golf. No, you didn't. China did. China invented all that. So they were a thriving civilization before even the whole Jesus thing started to happen. Everybody ignores that. They're rolling their own thing going over there. There's all the cradle of civilizations here. No, the Chinese were around. They were doing stuff. They had buildings and all sorts of things. Including the China flu. You know. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, they were working very hard on trying to kill America thousands of years before we existed. China. China. <laughs> That's why the Bible didn't pay attention to them. They knew. Those crooked Chinese. That crooked Hillary. Uh, it's 8.56. Well, there you go. Next time you're eating Italian food and that garlic bread hits you, who knew? I had no idea. So when are we supposed to eat garlic bread? With what? You don't. Well, Ever? Well, not not the true Italian style over there, you don't. Yeah, but when do you eat garlic bread? When you're here in America. You it just eat it when we do everything better here in America. Yeah, so just we made it better. Like you say, you made yeah. Chinese noodles better. We did. We made your Italian food better. No. With yes, the garlic bread. You, you, you admit it. No, I said I will eat it, but I I, I prefer the bread with the down. with the olive and the olive oil and the balsamic. This is good stuff. He gets all fired up. Damn yeah, right. I do like the olive oil balsamic. Yeah. But nothing better. Good rustic bread. Nothing better. When I get that chicken palm straight out of the freezer, pop it into that microwave. You son of a... <laughs> Have it brought over to my Cheesy table. garlic bread. And all you can eat soup and those breadsticks just keep to coming. Doesn't Joe got a commercial music going to be playing here anytime soon? Let's go. Because Trevor the Waiter. Little Caesars has a half pizza, half garlic bread. They do? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate Italian It's like being in Italy. For rubes like you, that would fit. (laughs) So enjoy that. The ultimate Italian It's Caesar. He's the most Italian. Uh That guy is Italy. What a rube. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) I don't have any sort of, like, uh, ties to my heritage. Not even a little. I kind of envy Not that. even the meatballs? Of the, yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> at Ikea? Oh, the Swedish food's the grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Lingonberries? What the? F- Ugh. What is a lingonberry? You're talking about? I don't know. I think it. I think it's a hemorrhoids. I think it's fresh, <laughs> bloody hemorrhoids. 
You did a grapevine in a... Oh, they're disgusting. You put that lidfisk next to it, that awful salt fish. Why don't you hear some sand and salt? Stuff this in your mouth. Where'd you pull this? How did this ever live in water? It's the driest (laughs) thing I've ever had. Yeah, Swedish food's terrible. Swedish music's awful. Everything about that country is... Didn't you have Abba? You you know, (laughs) Blind Squirrel. You You got that Blind Squirrel. It's a couple of Swedish bands, but... Their music most of the time stinks. They snowmobile everywhere. What a dump. I bet Marcus could turn you on to some Swedish music. All yeah. that death metal from up there. Black stuff. That stuff's crazy, too. <laughs> Real upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Because most of those people are Real depressed because they're eating lingonberries and lutevisk. <laughs> Man, nothing but and snow. Meatballs. Yeah, I'd pray for the angel of death in my music, too, if I had to eat that crap. I'd, I'd die to steal something from China and make it ours, but the, all they did was just add salt and dryness. Yeah. I, I envy that, Brett. You've got heritage. When you're at the Olive Garden, it's like That'll family. never happen. That'll never happen. <laughs> just you're crazy above that? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. If I, took- I work overnights and I won't even go there. <laughs> Screw that. All right. This segment brought to you by our friends at the Olive Garden. <laughs> you don't have to like it. I don't mind it. Yeah. I think it's great. Enjoy. <laughs> Manja. Uh, this is the Big Red Radio. That's right, the interview we've been talking about for hours now. Sean William Scott, he's on the line. You know him as Stifler and uh, E.L. from Road Trip, all these movies. He's been in a million movies for a guy who's only like 31, 32 years old. Are you there, Sean? Hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> doing well. How are you? I'm doing Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why are the girls in Arizona so hot? Yeah, we've been trying to figure that out for a long time. I don't understand. My brother lives there, and I hear it from everybody. Like, everybody's like... They always say Arizona and Vegas, but then they say the girls in Vegas are normally from Arizona. And right. I just want to, so I didn't, I hadn't gone to Arizona. I never went to Arizona until about a year and a half ago. Yeah. I had one of the best times I've ever had, not just because it's um, the hot girls. But it's such a cool, I man, I was in Scottsdale and my brother lives in Phoenix, but yeah. it's true. The girls are so beautiful there, yeah. and it's, it's weird. A, I don't you're making your move already on girls. On the like, this is a good move. I like what you're doing. Because the cause next time you come in town, I, know, I just don't. I mean, I live in New York, and there's a lot of cute girls here. L.A. This is L.A. girls, but right. it's really it's weird. It makes it's me want to go back and be the old guy in college. <laughs> right? Just, like, yeah. You want to start guy that's just like still not very bright, failed actor, <laughs> just to go back. <laughs> Uh, to you know, one of those colleges to hang out with hot girls. Well, you make you you should you should come back and just you, while you've got this whole Sean William Scott going, you know you're on a you're on a roll here. You come back and bang all the girls in Scottsdale if you want. I think. Yeah, how did you, know you do? I, do? I think I might just do 55 more American Pie movies. And then <laughs> yeah, just be, more dude with my cars, and yeah. then maybe another bad Chow Young Fat film, and <laughs> then I'm gonna come there. Time out here. Don't bash, dude. Where's my car? Hey, oh, you liked it? I liked it, because you know oh, why? Good, it was so... I like, I, I like that director. You know what the problem is? Um, by the way, I'm going to interrupt you every single time. I know. It's off. okay. I enjoy <laughs> it. It's like we're married. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. But, um, <laughs> you know, the weird thing is that script uh, was one of the funniest scripts I've ever read. Like, it still goes down to me as, like, one of the weirdest, funniest movies, but it was, it was supposed to be rated R. Right. So... It was like a combination of like Dumb and Dumber and like being John Malkovich. And then two weeks before we filmed it, they changed it to PG-13. And so it's hard, you know, when you work in a movie, you can't help but think what it could have been. But right. still, still, it was, it was a lot of fun. I thought it was, I, th- I actually enjoyed it. The only thing that was That's missing, awesome. tons of nudity. That's the one thing I wanted and didn't get. Yeah, well, that, we would have had that. Yeah, in the R-rated the version. Would have been, every time we, I think we say, man, we were wasted last night. Well, 
it was a little bit different. In the right, operator. right. <laughs> <laughs> you were all over it. Well, so you do like five or six more Stifler features. Then you come out to Scottsdale and bring, just hang bring out. Bring Eugene with you, too. Yeah. And the girls will be you know, We actually have done five more American Pies. Oh, I bet. They're just all in the can waiting to go? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That guy can get away with it. He's just funny. Oh, yeah. He can do it. Now, when you were in Scottsdale, did you how, how many women did you kill? How many did you do? <laughs> you know what, bro? I was a loser. I think I was just so blown away. And we were just golfing the whole time, but I didn't have enough time to make things happen. What do you mean? I mean, I had to go. I had to leave from Arizona to L.A., and I've been meaning to uh, go back there ever since. But um, I just haven't had a chance. My brother's there. He's got. He's he's gonna have a kid, so definitely coming back. Well, everybody's nice there, but why? Why are they so hot? Because it's know. a dry heat. Yeah, it's a dry heat. We can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. we, we, seriously, Do all hot girls from the United States. Go there, or the, they yeah, we're like the drain for hot girls. They eventually it's, just kind of end it's up. It's the here. agave and the cactus. Yeah, yeah. we don't know what it is, but it's yeah. You guys married? It, yeah, I'm not married. No, but uh, uh, we're all pretty much married. But at the same time, and, and like like you and I, I feel like we're married because we're talking, you know, and interrupting each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're still be fighting and throwing things at each other. So uh, we have to ask you this because in the promotional, the, the movie that you're doing here with uh, John Riley, we noticed how large John Riley's head is compared to the Sean. <laughs> Sean William Scott's head is uh, normal. Seems average yeah. to human sized, and then next to John Riley's head, it's just There's strings hanging ridiculous. off. Ridiculous! It. <laughs> is it is it distractingly large in person? I, I, dude, I would get in trouble if I said the truth. So but yes, why? it is. So it is. He's a pumpkin <laughs> he's head. A, well, uh, what's he going to sue you? Yeah. It's no, no. Yeah, he's got a big head. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's it's like not really a crane. Down. He's it's just really got a big mouth. Yeah. That- I don't know. You know, the director and I were just talking about that. And what was funny is the, the movie, to me, and I'm not actually lying to you guys. Uh-huh. I'll tell you the truth. If I'm coming on to a movie or coming on to promote a movie and if it's not really good, I just won't talk about it that much. This movie actually is, like, probably the best movie I've done. Um, and Ever? John Durali is hilarious in it. And so I, I play, like, a pretty boring, average Joe, straight guy. And John is so funny. And, and I was so afraid of, like, ruining cakes. But I never looked at his in the, at his eyes because if I made eye contact, <laughs> I would laugh. So I just looked at that huge head of his, yeah. and that made me laugh too. So I was just tra- constantly trying to find parts of his face that I could just stare at. Yeah. It's not bad of it. I mean, it's not like I'm Daniel Day-Lewis, guys. I can't see his character. <laughs> Let's so see what I-, I was constantly looking at different features, and I realized he does have a very large head. It's massive because you guys are would be the same height. Your shoulders line up even, and then this massive cranium. And if you stared at it too long, I fear that you would get caught in its gravitational pull and then start to circle it. <laughs> Exactly. Does that it's mean he's smarter huge. than you? Um, oh, he's definitely much smarter. Is he? Than me. All right. Now, oh, what's yeah. now? What's the deal on this? You say it's the best one you've ever done. It's going to be tough to top the character of Stifler, which I mean, you don't even probably want to shake. Uh, no, then, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, I love Stifler. Yeah, that was so much fun. I mean, it's different. You know, it's the guy that the guy who wrote and directed the promotion um, wrote The Weatherman and Pursuit of Happiness. So right. it's definitely like the smartest movie I've done, and and. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are comparing it to, like, Election and Little Miss Sunshine. It's got that vibe, but it's an R-rated comedy, and it's just super, super funny. It's got a really strange tone to it, but um, but I think the majority of the people that I've, I've, I've watched it with and have gone to a couple screenings, I mean, it's just really different. It's really funny. It's a different thing for me, so I, I think I'm more biased. I'm biased to it because I actually had a chance to kind of act in the movie, but right. um, but Riley, Riley's so good that if... if, if Enough people see this movie. Like Riley could actually get nominated for the movie. Really? And I think his head could get nominated for another award. <laughs> can I? Can I ask you a question? I see uh, on IMDb, which uh, I always look at just in case, that you're in a movie uh, coming out soon called Cox Blocker. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, What's we that? Cock blockers, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't let us have cock blockers. Right. But they let us have Cox Blocker. 
That makes sense. So, so you can pluralize one, but not right. the other. And it's obviously, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's but, about um, chicken fights? If we do that movie, uh, we'll do it next year, but it's hilarious. Okay. So I hope we get a chance. Solid. So uh, let's see, what is your worst movie in, uh, today? You say the promotion's the opinion. best. What's the worst one you've done? So you can uh, give a gauge. Uh, What's the one you like when you see it on cable? so many, bro. I, I mean, I would say, <laughs> say Woodcock, Dukes of Hazard. Really? Proof Monk. I didn't see Mr. Woodcock, but it looked good. Not good, man. It's really not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the only movies I walked out after 15 minutes, and I thought, I think I may have to call Home Depot and get my job back. <laughs> it's yeah. over. We actually it's talked really to Billy Bob. Yeah, we did. Billy Bob called us for that one. Yeah, Billy Bob was doing the promotion on radio for that one, so we were wondering. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's just like when Billy Bob's not funny, then yeah. you know something. I mean, he is funny in that movie, but it's like, you can't help. I mean, you guys probably you watch a lot of movies. When you watch something, you just realize something went wrong. You know, right. you just go... I don't want to be in those movies that something went wrong. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, that's probably a good hey, move. Hey, you still got career. paid, right? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? The check cleared. Yeah. It's good. Susan <laughs> Sarandon's hot. I mean, I, that's I totally true. tried to bang her until Tim Robbins showed up. And he's like, <laughs> and then I just ended up being Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. All you have to do like, is oh, like... Oh, she's so sweet. Such a good friend. She's great. <laughs> so uh, this is a question we ask everybody, every guest who's on the show, and this will be interesting from you. We, you know, are you, you're not married, obviously. You've got a girlfriend or a significant other that's around. <laughs> I'm not married, dude. Okay, good for you. I'm proud of you for that one. Now, so uh, a lot of married guys uh, listen to the show and are like, you know, my girlfriend won't let me watch porn, or my wife won't let me watch this. or they give, them a, they, well, they give them a hard time, and they feel guilty about, you know. So we've started a thing called the Pause and Toss, where we take general, everyday release movies that you could keep in your collection of DVDs that no one would ever be suspicious of that have a great Pause and Toss moment. What do you mean, Pause and Toss? You pause the movie and toss. <laughs> but... Oh. On the shelf, it looks like just another great feature. It's not a porn. She'd never get confused. Like, give an right, example, right, like right. Gia. Like Gia, for instance, right, is, you right. know, one of those. So it's not a porno, but it's, it's like, it, it, does the, it does the job. It does yeah. the job. For it's instance. It's a real movie, but not, not a, a skin of Right, yeah, it's not a skin match. It's a real movie that was in theaters, like maybe you were in it, for God's sakes. Have you ever uh, thrown down to any of your own films? <laughs> My own films? That's yeah. going to be weird. Not no, one of your the own first scenes. American um, Pie with Shannon Elizabeth oh, when yeah. she's doing the, you know. Pretty hot, but it cuts back to yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's where the pause comes in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think nothing I've done. Um, What's the last one you, you threw down to? Let me think about that. Okay, um, we'll give plenty of time. Um, gosh, man, that's a good question. When was the last time you actually performed that act? Well, you know what? I, I put a porn on, and uh, so you're and, a porn uh, guy. Francisco doing, but it's, it was a porn. But the problem is with this porn. Well, you know, it's, uh, this is a, okay. I can't think of the last movie. I don't. I can't. There's not really a hot enough girl in the business that like, or a scene in a real movie that would you know inspire me to do that. Okay. Um, but like, uh, but I did put a porn on in San Francisco, and it was so frustrating because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> right, and you have to deal with the story. Watch the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. you have to watch the story. I think twenty minutes in, it's nighttime. I'm exhausted. I'm late. I'm waiting for the game. I'm waiting for the show, and I'm like, I can't. I have to literally watch. It was, you know what it reminded me of? It was like that scene in Boogie Nights. Right. When they do that first scene, it's that bad acting, and there's a desk there. Right. And, and then he finally starts to bone Julianne Moore. But it takes twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if this if this is worth it. Yeah. The only thing I, to do in hotels is the ten second previews. Yeah, you just exactly keep right. flipping yeah, around. You, you, there's no reason to buy because it just gets exactly ridiculous. Right. You, now you oh, couldn't. Oh, you you my, couldn't. My dog's eating a charcoal. That's okay. Sean William Scott's <laughs> on the phone while this while this dog continues to eat his uh, Kingston. Uh, so you uh, you probably couldn't use Monsters Ball as a pause and toss because you're pals with Billy Bob and that would be weird. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to see him boning you know Halle Berry. Yeah, mm. so I guess that is tough for you. 
Mm. I, but I haven't seen uh, Monsters Ball. I hear it's a hot scene. Oh, it's great. It's sad really? and hot. Yeah, the acting's really good and it's sad, but then he, you know, it's, you know. The All most right. recent one is the one with uh, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Holy Which one was uh, uh, in Manhattan. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, watch that. Doggy style. You know, there are some pause and toss moments in films. I'm just not thinking about it right Does now. Does the promotion have a pause and toss moment? Not at all. Nothing at all? <laughs> no, it's not that kind of film. Scene with John C. Uh, Riley, maybe? John C. Riley. Yeah, come on. Oh, I got, one. I got one for you a little bit. Um, you know that scene, uh, <laughs> John C. Riley. Yeah, usually it's push pause on John C. Yeah. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Your body will just start doing it naturally. <laughs> exactly. You don't even have to touch. Um, that scene with the uh, road trip, uh, Amy Smart's pretty hot. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good, good one. All right, good there you one. go. Nice job. All right. Yes. And you were smart enough to pick your own. So if anybody goes out and gets it, or you her in Crank, even, yeah, even better. Crank. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't in Crank, so yeah, that you works out. Crank. So the, yes, that's a pretty good one. That's actually a good one. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Well, maybe you can uh, throw down to those today. But you're a single guy. You don't have to worry about that. But for the married, no, or I do, dude. No, I do. I'll pause and toss. There you go. Pause <laughs> yes. and toss for us. There you go. All right. Pause and toss. I like that pause and toss, man. Yeah. Did you brand that? Uh, we need to trademark it because I have a feeling you're going to start using it on Jay Leno. Oh, I'm going to put it in a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's in a movie now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put it in a movie. Do you mind? Actually, I'm doing some uh, some stuff for the next week. Um, do you mind if I use pause and toss? Pause and toss is yours so long as uh, you somehow mention KUPD in the movie. <laughs> I'll get, totally give you credit. All right, beautiful. Perfect. That's great. <laughs> Sean William Scott, thank you, man. It's cool for you to hey, uh, call us up. To you guys. You too, Have man. a great day. You too. We'll talk to you later. That was very friendly of him to say. <laughs> have a great day. I've never, oh. I've never felt, I was talking to a life coach. And you too have yourself a great day. <laughs> you, everyone have a great day. Stifler's so upbeat. He's such a nice lady. He's one of those dudes that kills you with kindness. Yeah. He hates doing it. Yeah. He's just going to kill you with oh, kindness. Oh, that was phen- phenomenally nice of him. Pause so to drinks. all these knobs in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. You know he's on there going, that was dreadful. <laughs> the next bunch of assholes I have to do an interview with. Can I have five minutes? Hey, guys. He's calling his brother. Dude, yeah. I'm yeah. not ever coming to Phoenix again. Sean William Scott, you're on with the uh, boobs of Denver. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Hi, guys. How are you? Have a nice day. As soon as he hangs up, Jesus Christ. I just took a dump and more interesting stuff came out of me. Pause and toss. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. What a bunch of knobs. Good morning. You're on the Louie and Backwax program. <laughs> I'm going to be more pissed at him if pause and toss becomes like the MILF thing from uh, American right. Pie. He's going to use it. If watch. pause and toss turns into a big thing and then he starts wandering around talking about it, I'll be more mad at him than I am for Caliendo swiping the Barkley and running around screaming, nah, I've been working on it since I was a kid. Jackass. Sean William Scott, though. Very cool. And if he lived, if he's in, if maybe there's a girl out there who boned him. But he know he finished somebody here. Stifler isn't rolling into town talking about how hot all the girls are and how he struck out. He Bottle of mud. It is uh, the Morning Sickness 98 KUPD. It's uh, Toledo in one-fourth of the Morning Sickness again this morning, just like it was on Friday. John is still recovering from his hip surgery, but he'll be back in tomorrow. So we are in a best-of mode. Told you earlier, though, just to remind you, Tool Concert. We made that announcement at 7 a.m. this morning, 98 KUPD, presenting Tool Friday, January 21st at the Footprint Center, the Phoenix Suns Arena downtown. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. 98kupd.com is where you get all of that and all of the other concert information that you uh, may need. Uh, Since we are in best of mode, I did go back to 2008 for a best of Brady report. It took a bunch of stories together, and I think you're going to like this one. And as always, even though we are on best of mode, the Brady Report is brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. And because football is back, 
You're going to want to start your week off right and catch the game tonight at Hooters. Try a Hootastic football special like a Big Daddy Bud Light and 10 boning wings for just $15.99. That is tonight during Monday Night Football at Hooters. Thank you to Hooters and Bud Light for this, a best of Brady Report, 98 KUPD. Cornell University did a study about uh, all-you-can-eat buffets. They found, according to their study, 27% of normal weight people face the buffet while they eat. 42% of obese people do. What do you mean, face it? Face the buffet, looking at the buffet as they're eating. From their table? Yeah, from their table. I never even thought about it. On average, obese people sit about 16 feet closer to buffets than normal weight people. <laughs> they got to get back in line. 38% of normal weight people sit at booze. And then uh, the obese people, 16%. Like booths? Yeah. I prefer a booth. It depends on the... Yeah, I'm always The only thing I don't guy. like about the, the booth is uh, sometimes it can be space invading. If it's a See, tight I feel booth. tables are like that. Yeah, the only time I don't like a booth. And sliding in and out of the. That doesn't bother me. But I don't like when they have the, you know, booth for four and they jam a fifth in there. The curvy ones. Yeah. Well, yeah those I are the like ones the, I'm like, I don't like that. Well, the only good thing about the horseshoe one is it is easier to hear, you know, if there's. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> you can hear the people. Some, what? Well, if there's a, you know, but when we go there, there's usually a. Video. If there's video screen, TV, oh, yeah, forget we're about yeah, it. We don't need to talk. We're men. 71% of normal weight people browse the entire buffet before choosing their food. I hate those people. Well, just one in three chubbies do. They know what they're getting. Got to admire a chubby at a all-you-can-eat. Scout it out. Yep. Normal weight people are two and a half times more likely to use chopsticks at a buffet than the chubnicks. I don't like all-you-can-eats because I always feel like I'm ripping myself off if I don't go back for that second batch. Yeah, you feel like you must. If I'm hungry or not. I don't think there's much of a chopstick option at uh, Sweet Tomatoes. You could. They don't offer them. Bring them. BYO. Ask for them. Have you asked? Yeah, bring your own plastic. Yeah, I I was thinking about that because every now and then they have the, uh, you know, oriental theme going. I have a method at Sweet Tomatoes. This week is Greek. No, I don't know. That was funny. <laughs> you okay, Brady? He's making food gags. To he and a couple other guys about his size are giggling away. Use good one, Brady. <laughs> Greek week. Usually if you're a man, a good man, and your swimmers hit pay dirt because you didn't wrap your junk up, you step up and you support that child. Oh, okay. You got somebody pregnant. For some reason, I thought this was an Olympic swimming no. story. Okay, I misunderstood you. I didn't get someone pregnant. Well, I did. You did? I, yeah. Good job. Well, this guy from Tyndale, Manitoba, says he shouldn't have to pay child support because he was asleep when the kid was conceived. He fell asleep at a female friend's house in 2006, and when he woke up, the woman was having sex with him. That's rape. He demanded that she cease and desist, but nine <laughs> months later... I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Please stop, stop woman. woman. The woman gave birth. Right there on him? That's a she's Brokaw. an alien. Brokaw was there. She's like species. Nine months later, Oh, John. okay. Not only is this guy suing to get out of the child support, but he's seeking reimbursement for all the child support payments he's already made. 
What a as jerk. well as the damages for emotional distress and anxiety. I'm, I demand you cease and desist this incredible activity. This feels so good. Brokaw called time. Time. <laughs> Have the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you are far. I, I don't follow what? Father, dad, daddy. <laughs> time. There's some good news and bad news in the medical world. The bad news is if you suffer from premature emissions in the bedroom, there's really nothing you can do about it. Oh, nice message there by the medical news. The good news is, according to new research, is it's not entirely your fault. Researchers at the Utrecht University in the Netherlands have discovered a gene that's responsible for premature emissions. Oof, man, talk about screwing with you. It's your parents' fault you lose it too fast. According to their research, men who are chronic quick finishers have less serotonin activity in the part of their brain that controls the emissions. Simplified, it means that guys who have a premature emission gene don't transfer nerve signals the same way other guys do. Okay. What does that mean, Brady? What's it all mean? It's not their fault, John. They can't hold out longer during sex. They could if they were mountaintopping. Practice, practice, practice. And that's where I differ, too, because I think mentally. It's all mental. Yeah. Put a rubber band on your balls. You can make yourself go Ooh, fast do if that. you want. You can, or there's yeah, that's called suggestion. castration. <laughs> Evidently, that works. For that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, there's, that's what uh, the whole point of mountain topping is. It's why we give you that. So if you're a quick finisher, you can make it so, and then you and then you can finish fast if you need to, or you can wait a while if you need to. It's up to you and your brains. Last October, forty-four-year-old doctor in Stockholm, Sweden was conducting an examination on his male patient who got an erection. Uh-oh. So the doctor, taking the erection as an invitation, gave the patient oral favors in the examination room. Seems the patient immediately regretted what he'd done. <laughs> as you usually do. Arrested. So wait, he waited till the right. kryptonite left the building. Maybe this wasn't a bad one. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. It feels so good. <laughs> oh, Doc. That's a bad doctor, anyway. Who is that? Swedish. <laughs> From the Muppets? Yes. Yeah, Swedish yeah, That's what we sound like, us Swedes. <laughs> You land there in the, in the airport. Uh, Thank you. I think that's right on. I do, too. I've been there. It's just freaky. The doctor was cleared of any wrongdoing by the law. Why? Because what? the patient... Because in Sweden, they don't like to arrest people. The patient oh. agreed at first. He started it. That's well, true. Looks like the doctor's going to have to have his medical license revoked, though. If you finish... You can't come back. You can't turn around and say it was bad. As a guy, you, if you finish, you can't go, oh, I'm suing somebody. You finished. If you finish crying, even, you don't have a lawsuit. Now you've just screwed yourself because now everybody yeah. knows. Now some dude yeah. in Phoenix is yeah. talking about you. <laughs> yeah, some guy 4,500 miles away sitting there telling everybody. Yeah, you finished. The doctor gave you a Hummer and you liked it. Until it was over. And how many times have we all been in that situation? Sweden's only 100 miles away. I don't know. 
thousand. That's probably about right. But you might get a phone call. <laughs> forty-five. I said forty-five hundred miles. He said a hundred. No, I said forty-five hundred. No, Go to the table. No, you didn't. I'll bet you a thousand dollars you don't have that I said forty-five hundred. <laughs> you said hamster nipples. I did not. If I had a thousand dollars, I bet you would, would blow it on something dumb, <laughs> like this bet. <laughs> Right now in the U.S., we're battling with two things. The economy has hit the skids, and we're in the midst of the historic presidential election. But it's good to know there's still journalists out there that are willing to ask the tough questions. <laughs> Women, what would you do if you had a penis for a day? <laughs> wow. Masturbate. That was uh, number three. What? Some, would, some of the ladies said they'd do if they had a crank. Pee standing up. Use That's a, a big excitement for them. Pee outdoors or write their name in snow. That was two? Pleasure themselves, yeah, number three. three. Have someone kick them in the crotch and understand why oh. men are such wimps about it. Wimps? That's what they said. And then have sex with as many women as possible. Yeah. Then Men's Health Magazine surveyed men, asked them to uh, rate their skills in the bedroom. Okay. Two percent of the men rate their bedroom skills as either one or two out of ten, meaning lousy. Right. Wow. 50, no confidence. Fifty-six percent of the men would there rate themselves as seven or eight. There's a guy out there that says it. I'm a one. I'm just so bad at it. <laughs> I shouldn't do it. Even you'd even lie. You're not you? gonna. You're not gonna use our names, are yeah. you? <laughs> For example, one time I got my foot stuck. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I'm a one. Don't you have to? Uh, I mean, you, you really have to go out of your way and try to, to be, be terrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty basic. You can be boring. Yeah, every man has a tongue. Not five, every man. Five percent. Well, I guess not. Re- most of those guys themselves. aren't getting laid too much. <laughs> My boyfriend doesn't have a lower jaw or tongue. It's magic in the bedroom. Five percent ah, rate themselves as a ten. Yuck. I love you. Where do you rate, Brady? Uh, one and a half. Oh, man. Just as You won't get into it. <laughs> so nervous when you bring it up. Brings it, to another thing about a sex survey. depends on doesn't it? Sure. It's the other person. Because I've been a one, I've been a ten. That's true. They can screw it up, too. Yeah, they can screw it up to where you're a mess. Are you familiar with the term elder speak? Elders like old people talk? Yep. I'm now familiar it's with It's a beli- belittling way to talk to old people, like always calling them dear or sweetie or assuming oh. they need to be, yeah. you need to speak slowly to them to understand. You treat them like they're retarded. Yeah. Well, researchers have found that elder speak is not only insulting, it's also seriously bad for an elderly person's health. Elder speak makes older people feel bad about themselves and aging. They're already aging in general. It reminds so the them So the research has found that when people have a negative perception of aging, their overall life expectancy is reduced seven and a half years. In other words, talking to old people like they're idiots is more dangerous than smoking. That's garbage. That is garbage. They're already old. I know, sweetie. I'm taking seven and a half years off their life with my Can baby I speak. Get you anything? That's right, dear. Give me a break. That's right. How come it doesn't work on young people? At what age does this start? Like yeah, if we, we do start that doing to that babies. to babies, if we start doing it to they Chuck, could find out. Maybe they should do that baby talk. So we should be meaner to each other. See, now that's a problem because what happens is that kid when he's like five, six years old, now he's talking like that. 
It's ridiculous. If you do talk baby, like baby talk, talk I don't well, like no, that. he he like. I've seen them when they're right. like 11, 12 oh, years yeah. old, yeah. and they still yeah. talk like that. I yeah. hate that. But I know what they're talking about as far as uh, you do. I treat old people before. like they're like yeah. they're decrepit and useless. But I don't necessarily see uh, too many guys doing it. Not dealing with it. It's like the workers that have to work in a retirement home. I've seen some belittling talk there. Well, like if we did it to Chuck, he'd hit us. Mm-hmm. How are you today, Chuck? Are you talking to me like I'm stupid? You okay with some more applesauce? Still sign your checks. Yeah. <laughs> I think in five years we could probably get away with it. Well, sure. Sure. Five years. When we go visit him at the home. <laughs> are you guys still alive? He's all crotchety. <laughs> are we still alive? Hey, Chuck. Ah. Hi, Chuck. Don't talk to me like I'm a baby asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are sorry. I always thought you were sorry. Get off my lawn. I'm not on your lawn. Got one hillbilly news. All right, hit it. Authorities in Tennessee are a little upset because they pulled over a 10-year-old who was driving a van 90 miles an hour. <laughs> running shine. Not only that, he was uh, running with his posse, which was... His brother, 10-year-old brother, and a 6-year-old uh, sister. Was it his and the twin parents. brother? Oh. But the parents were in back when the police pulled over the van. Oh, no. They found the woman trying to swallow as many pills as she could, and the man had at least 15 empty beer cans in the back of the van. Oh, jeez. Oh, he was also wearing a T-shirt that said, Buy this dad a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love America. I just love it here. The kid was 10? 10 years old. I would like to think... They're uh, separating the kids from the parents right now. And Jeez. I'd like to thank Augustus Holmberg for getting on the boat and floating over here from Sweden years and years ago. Alvar? No, that's that's Grandpa. Oh. I believe Augustus was his, his dad. <laughs> thank you so much for making the float, guys. <laughs> That was from Blumpville, Tennessee. Oh, that's good stuff. I bet you he was at the meeting or at the town hall last night. Blumpville? Blumpville. Oh, Blumpville. Oh, yeah. Quadruple of banjos. A lot of banjos rolling. <laughs> Multi-tracking. <laughs> more hillbillies or not? That's it. Well, that's how you close out hillbilly news. <laughs> Salute! <laughs> Back to the hay field. Blumpville, population 9,012. Buy this dad a beer. That's right, Junior will get us home in a lickety split. <laughs> Start up the carriage, boy. Baby, I gotta eat all these pills. <laughs> we getting pulled over. I gotta eat all them pills you have. Don't you pull over, boy. When you drive, boy. <laughs> you evade Johnny Law. That's how we roll. We're Tennesseanians. Tennesseans. We're Tennesseanians. Daddy, this van's running good. It's running at a nine. <laughs> You keep it under that nine. Boy, you get under that nine, I'm going to whack you. <laughs> Perhaps. They didn't have much trouble pulling him over because the kid swerved and ran off the road. wrecked it. Yeah. Oh. Minor injuries. Oh, so he wasn't pulled over. Yeah. He just well, wrecked he the car. He pulled himself over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Van's a tough one to start driving on. Yeah, you know, it's a little top-heavy. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you're all over the road. <laughs> Give me some pedals. Brother probably was pressing the gas. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Tennessee do you have two 10-year-old brothers that aren't twins. <laughs> right. <laughs> he ain't my twin. He's my brother. How? Just, there's a 
convoluted sperm decision, and uh, Daddy had a spray problem. Last week, I told you about having uh, pet nuptials. A lot of uh, relationships that break up end up having the uh, dog or cat or whatever pet. Right. Somebody has dispute. to dispute. Right. Well, another dispute happened over a pet in New Zealand. Um, the Hamilton household is now no longer so. Mrs. Hamilton, she's 21, she kicked down the door of her ex-husband at the time. They split and kicked him and then went for the couple's pet possum. <laughs> Got to have, That's not hillbilly news, Brady. <laughs> they had a pet possum. Yeah. I think it may be more of a popular thing in New Zealand than anything. Could be. Evidently, the... Uh, hey, possum's mine. It didn't... The court did not rule in her favor at the time, so he gets to keep the possum. What's the possum's name? Doesn't say. Posse. <laughs> but the officer on the scene, Andy Boo Bear. Well, that's adorable. This is the, this is the land of gumdrops, <laughs> Brady. Detective up. Sergeant Andy Boo Bear. Hi, everybody. I'm Andy Boo Bear. <laughs> I'm a policeman and a bear. <laughs> His message to people, family violence is not okay. Boo Bear on the streets. Be a Kiwi sounding Boo Bear, wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe he should run for Maricopa County. I literally picture a man in a suit, like the animal suit, a Boo Bear. I don't know what Boo Bear, I know what Boo Berries are. Was the ghost Boo Berry? And then Count Chocula, Boo Berry. Frankenberry. Frankenberry. What was the strawberry one? Frankenberry was the yeah. Mul- Frankenberry multi- had the multi- was the multi bear, but wasn't there a yeah. strawberry guy too? I don't know. I think there was just the three. Boo Berry, yeah, Frankenberry so. was more of the strawberry. Count Chocula must be on. Th- I didn't like Frankenberry. Looked like he had acne. He did. Berries all over his face. I'd sometimes go crazy and when I could have it, come you know, it. it. Oh. over at the Ray household. Their mom <laughs> bought sugar cereal. Bunny never would. You weren't allowed to have the mix sugar cereal was a treat. No, oh, no. Yeah. you. This little thing here <laughs> would have gone through the ceiling. Sugary cereal, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to have a little more of this sugary cereal. I'm going to go over to the Ray house for a little while, if you don't mind, Mom. That's okay. I'm going to go play with David Ray. Comes back just covered it's in okay chocolate and milk. Breakfast. I'm okay. Sugar corn pops, sugar smacks. <laughs> just look the out the window and you see. <laughs> just running up and down the road. <laughs> I'm the great Braid Julio. That was jackpot over at the Ray house. <laughs> I have TV for my bungle. <laughs> Brady, did you eat that cereal again? I did. He's over there every day at 7 yeah. in the morning. Nice. <laughs> Talking to their garbage men, yeah. bringing them cereal. Annalise Ray. Annalise Ray! Ray. <laughs> David is still asleep. None of the kids are here. That's okay. I know where everything is. You're out of milk. He brings his own milk. Yeah. <laughs> he had a jug of milk. Do you want to play with your boys? No, no, no. I want some of that delicious sugary cereal. I'll clean your hummels for a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Hummels. Oh, she had dozens of hummels. Dust your hummels. Were you on a strict, like, no sugar diet because your mom? Not strict. She just oh, wasn't she just big, no on, big the, on the sugary cereal. Yeah. No Pop-Tarts, no. Now, was it from no. an experience? Like, did she give you sugary cereal once and watch no, you bounce? No, she's a dental hygienist. Oh, that's right. So that makes sense. 
Okay, now we're Rot your teeth out. 6.55. Oh, there you go. I, I figured it was just from a Brady experience where you're hanging upside down from a light or something afterwards. <laughs> I can picture you going crazy as a kid over that stuff. Every now and then, you know, we'd have desserts and stuff, and I did. You'd, you'd ratchet it up a little bit? <laughs> well, I got shut out of a Twinkie one time. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That story's legendary in yeah. your family. Your dad's told me that, your mom's told me that, and you've told me that. On separate occasions. One time the boy didn't get a Twinkie. I thought we were all going to lose our lives. <laughs> Twinkie rain. Yeah, he had Twinkie rain. Yeah, I he threw a huge I put, fit. put my hand through the door. Yeah, he punched the door. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Because my, si- like my sister took it. She, you know, because she had the last one, and she took it to rub it in. I had the last Twinkie. Why you? And so it begins. <laughs> the story the, of Brady. The downward spiral Twinkie Brady. rage. <laughs> Boy, that's the day it began. Why, if I see a Twinkie, I'm eating it. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Good God, bring Brady Twinkies immediately. i got to see this guy high on sugar. Finally, John, here's a list of uh, public restroom facts. Oh, no. You might be interested. 77% of people wash their hands after using public restroom. Women are more likely to wash their hands than men. The first bathroom stall is generally the cleanest because most people just assume Walk it's right occupied. By it. Right. The middle stall is generally the dirtiest. One in three women were found to have fecal bacteria on her purse after sitting it on the floor. On the toilet oh, yeah, they got to put it down. I didn't even think of that. Overall, Why do they take it? Oh, I guess they have to. Certain cases. And uh, if the uh, stall doesn't have a hook, because sometimes they'll have a hook on the back of it, you can hang your jacket or purse or whatever. Overall, hospitals have the cleanest public restrooms, while airports and airplanes are the dirtiest. I don't know that place we stopped yesterday, Carl's Jr. in Blythe. Oh, yeah. The little door handle. Oh, yeah. They've remodeled it. It's gorgeous. Nice. They have a uh, finger hook to open the door. You have no options. And you just know. How many times that finger slipped through the toilet paper of that trucker that was there before you, and he didn't wash up? After, oh. after that $6 burger. After his $6, delicious $6 burger, and then he just goes and just puts his poop finger right there. Oh. And you know it. You saw us yesterday. We both didn't want to touch it. Like, oh, that's not right. You should be able to kick the door open. Finger hook pull. Out of sight, out of mind. I agree, but Don't it wasn't out of, of sight. It, it was in sight. Think of it. Hey, guys. Guys. Ready? Oh, and don't forget the strap on. <laughs> Sorry. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, and don't forget the strap on. It caught me off guard listening to the commercials, so. It it's was a in highlight. our, it's in our a commercials. Highlight. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. Some guy who's just asking his wife to bring him a strap on. Really? Yeah. In a commercial? For, in our ha- for Halloween, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than a guy saying that. Nothing worse. <laughs> oh, and don't forget the strap on. It's good times. Great oldies. It's uh, You're not going to hear that on the Beth and Bill. Well, maybe you will from Beth. There you go. Those are your uh, Brady Report moments of the day. huh? We'll make that a ringtone. Oh, yeah. This will be a ringtone for people. Sure. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. Yeah, cause you, <laughs> I've got a phone call. I'm getting a phone call. I think it's my wife. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. I'll get it. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. 
Great ringtone. <laughs> Sorry, Father. I've got a call. Hang on. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's just a thing. Yeah, you want to put that on your phone. I'm sure people just, they're, they're clamoring in a line to get this on their phone. Oh, and don't forget the strap on. On their phone. 98KUPD, it is Dick Toledo in for Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And uh, once again, taking an extra day of recovery is John. And so that is our word for De Niro Double Down this morning. Recovery. Recovery. Text that word to 97936. That'll get you entered into the De Niro Double Down contest and get you a shot at $1,000. Also, told you at 7 o'clock, we made a big announcement. Tool is coming to town Friday, January 21st, 2022 at the Footprint Center downtown. That is the Phoenix Suns Arena. Tickets are going on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You can find all that information at 98kupd.com. So once again, recovery. That's why you're hearing me and not John this morning because John is taking an extra day of recovery for his hip surgery from Friday. He's fine. Got his walker and everything. I'm sure everything will be great. I'll post some pictures on our Facebook page here in just a little bit. All right, and this next best of piece comes from the text this morning. I had a different plan for this one until I heard this one. Somebody wanted to hear the Joey Lawrence interview. Here you go. From text, this is the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, 98 KUPD. Somebody said uh, just a quick critique of Brady's woe. It sounds a little bit like you're pooping. I think that's okay. Because I, I picture that. She's drained. Like, Maybe relax. Did that. How about a- Whoa. Perfect. <laughs> still working. Phones are still lit up with woers. I just hope the one person that gets on there doesn't blow it. I know. If you're calling 260-9800 right now, only for woes. Hotline is ringing. The Joey Lawrence interview is about to begin. Oh. How long will it go? Scott, oh. Scott Wright said he thinks it'll last until 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, if he's wrong, but if it does. It'll be an interesting it'll show. It'll be the strangest show you've ever heard in your life. Ever. He could be behind. No doubt about it. Behind on the junket. Here we go. Because... Nothing but woes. Eric's already nervous. Eric, if you take those headphones off and disengage from the interview, you are steak dinners. <laughs> All right. Brady, if you say one anything minute. but. One minute. One, one minute. minute away. Folks, we're one minute. Let me practice. From, I'm from the worst. Yeah, let's practice. Whoa. Whoa. Brady. Brady's. Whoa. Toledo Whoa. pointed at me. Whoa. Does he matter? <laughs> John's the pointer. Whoa. 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 And it is uh, it is uh, our pleasure here now to have the uh, next guest on the show. We have uh, known him forever, for years and years and years, from what Blossom and uh, Give Me a Break and all those other things. Uh, Joey Lawrence is on the phone. Good morning. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Whoa. 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 Beautiful.
Toledo, this is your job. You take care of that. It's a wrong number. Shh. Let's listen to what Toledo has to deal with from his side, shall we? Shh. Hey, Daisy. He hung up? Oh, I'm sorry. I was out, I was out of the room. Do you know what happened? Uh-oh. They're, oh, okay. We'll maybe find out what's going on. Does he want to come back on with us? Oh, okay. Um, okay, well, let's wrap it then. Okay, thanks. Put him back on. Put him back on! What are you doing? to come back? He would come back on if uh, the hosts weren't jerks. Ah, we are. You lose, Joey Lawrence. We are jerks. And you're Joey Lawrence. And we don't care. Kissing celebrities' asses. You're on the ABC Family Network. What am I? Five? <laughs> He's well, talking to John Jane yeah, right exactly. now. Exactly. So, <laughs> why did you shave off your glorious locks? Can I get your phone number, Joey, Who after we're talking? Whoa! That was fun. I'm hoping one day, just rolling. You know, you're in L.A. or something, run into it. Hey, Joey, thanks for the interview. What? Last Whoa. year. It was great. Whoa. Whoa. Like you see the Miz out at the, <laughs> yeah. the shopping yeah, center. Yeah, well, he saw me. That was weirder. <laughs> Aaron Gibson has already texted in, best interview ever. I agree. Because what more were we going to get out of Joey Lawrence, honestly? We were we ever going to walk away going, man, that Joey Lawrence interview was the best we've ever done? No. I and I don't recall any um, text or email saying, yeah, I want to know when the last time he crapped his pants. Yeah, I don't no care. Really Nobody cared really cared about Joey Lawrence. That felt good. Taking C-list celebrities and making them feel like C-list celebrities on our show. Because we're lower and less than them. It's just basically a, a pissing contest that we know we lose generally. It's world famous. Was it better than the shortest interview ever? That was with the fat guy from Borat. Yeah. Ken, Ken Kardashian. That one was probably more satisfying. <laughs> the big, the, the fat guy? Yeah. Yeah, because he was so late. Right. Yeah. That was fun. I don't know. That was up there. I just hope Pacino has an interview someday so we can all go, hoo you Why can't you guys do that. Not to Pacino. He's, he's accomplished Pacino. too much. But it was still, but I want catchphrase people. Our new catchphrase interviewers. Anybody with a catchphrase that, inter that calls, we're doing it. Well, if Hogan calls back again, we do brother. 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 <laughs> brother. He, that was awesome. Joey had no idea what just punched him in the nose. <laughs> what makes us jerks, though, really? Seriously. Uh, it was fun. It's a little jerk. Oh, it's completely jerky. But I mean, well, if you think about it really deep down, why? Does it ruin his day? Yeah. You're the woe guy. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <sighs> he told his handler, <laughs> I like that citation. I got to yeah. remember that. I really do.
crest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. We have our friend Rodriguez down the hall who is a huge Dodgers fan. Massive Dodgers fan. And he is here because we didn't want to jinx the Cubbies. We did this last year where we had the uh, Harry Carey came in and did a bunch of stuff. And the Cubs got swept. So, got to have a, big, a Dodger fan. So we have a Dodger fan he's in He's a big year. Seven Dust fan, too. I heard him. Is he? Yeah, he says he loves, he says Lawan, the lead it's singer. LaJuan, yeah, he likes yeah, LaJuan a lot. I've heard that, actually, from him. All right, well, cue him up. Rodriguez is back. And if you know the uh, Mexican movie he is doing, well, then you are going to get yourself gas and beef from Wendy's. Pretty good, huh? Hey, Brian. Damn, stop Jeez. knocking on the door. Enough with the shameless plugging. Just go get your free stuff. Juan Slowpoke Rodriguez. Hey, what's going what on? What up? Do you know what's going to happen tonight? What? Home run, Manny Ramirez. Home run, you Manny predict? Ramirez. You predicted? Home run, Manny Ramirez. Case of Corona on it. A case of Corona, you I'll bet. i bet you a case you of Corona. You got it, man. Cerveza. You got it. Do you know what you'd be on a case of Corona? What's that? Finally, the world's most interesting man. <laughs> Wrong beer, I think. Yeah, so it don't matter. Just get him drunk. He's more interested. I don't care which one he is. Are we ready? You got yeah. the people on the phone? Have you been practicing in the hallway? Oh, I don't practice. I rehearse. Oh, sorry. It's different when you're a, a trained thespian. <laughs> which, of course... What's that word again? Thespian. <laughs> which, of course, I am. I tell you, I was once Shakespeare. I thought you were a board op at KDUS. I am, but I'm working my way up to Shakespearean place. Oh, okay. That's the natural progression of things. Does Guadalupe have Shakespeare in the park? Shakespeare in the park, and then uh, Jace. But uh, 12 people died last year. What the, what's your favorite play? We had no police. Oh. My favorite play? Yes. I like a double play, almost as much as a triple play, which you'll see tonight when it does your beat the cause. More Shakespeare. I, Chilock, shall take a pound of flesh. Excellent. Thank you. I, Shakespeare. <laughs> you got somebody on the phone, huh? Yeah, we got him lined up for you. Judge. Juan. How are you? I'm good. Oh, what team are you rooting for for the baseball? Cubbies. Go Cubbies, yeah. huh? You Go bet you root for the Bambino Osos. <laughs> Little tiny bears, they roam in the woods. <laughs> do you know what bears do in the woods? Don't say <laughs> they do it though. They do. So does some of my sisters. Really? <laughs> what is the native habitat of the Dodger? Canada. During oh. wartime. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Are you ready, Judge? Okay, yeah. here we go. You have to get the one known as God and it's showtime. Okay. It's out of my hands, Senorita. The winds of fate have blown on my destiny. But I will never forget you. You are the love of my life. Meow. Well, I'm not exactly sure exactly which one it is. I know it's from Shrek. Um, what is you, with, Give me the character. Uh, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots is yeah. right. There you go. You'll get it close enough. Played Maybe. by Antonio Banderas. Okay. Now I'm going to bring the room down a little bit. Ooh. This is serious, man. You ready? I am. All right, here we go. It's show time. All right. You ready to be man? <laughs> I see you rolled up into the semis. Oh, Dios mío. Liam and me, we're going to you up, man. Let me tell you something, pendejo. You pull any of your crazy with us. You flash a piece out on the lens. I take it away from you and stick it up your ass. And I pull the trigger till it goes click. You said it, man. Nobody 
Quick, Jesus. <laughs> Any idea, Josh? Oscar. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I'm going to throw out Scarface. Ease. No Scarface. Julius. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So long. I got to do that again. That took everything I got. Okay, let's go to this one. Hey, who is this? Clayton? Yes. Clayton? Not the same Clayton that flies around this building. No. Okay, good. Why? You don't like him? Oh, I like him. Sure, but not the way he like me. <laughs> what what oh. does he do? I'm small and brown. Yeah? He digs me, man. <laughs> hey, Clayton. Yes, sir. Who's going to win? Small and brown? Digs. He digs me, man. Hey, Clayton, you drive like my sister. Right you Who'd it. you rooting for tonight, Clayton? I'll go with uh, the Dodgers. You go for the Dodgers? Hey, he's a Dodger fan. Yeah, you are not the same guy that run around here? No. Because that guy's dying to put my... He wants his menudo and my burrito, something bad. <laughs> what? Jace. That's a bad analogy. He's been trying to put his barbacoa in my crush. Okay, are you ready, man? Yeah. All right, this is a tough one. Hopefully you know it, okay? You ready to be man? I see you roll up into the semis. Dios mio, man. Liam and me, we're going to f*** you up. Yeah? You let me tell you something, pendejo. You pull any of your crazy ch with us. You flash a piece out on the lens. I take it away from you. I stick it up your ass and pull it. Trigger, man, till he goes click. Joe said it, man. Nobody f with the Jesus. <laughs> Shut up, Donnie. <laughs> He's eight years old, dude. <laughs> Nobody f with the Jesus. <laughs> I got nothing. Nothing? Yeah. It's wow. a classic. Jeward, Jeward, Jeward. Where did John come from? I've, I, I, as I said about Homburg, see? <laughs> Pops in here and puts me out of the way. Okay, we try one more. This is someone named Rhett. Rhett, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Who going to win tonight, Rhett? Well, I'm a Braves fan, so I ain't going for any of them. Oh, Fago? <laughs> What'd you call him? Huh? What Didn't was a man named Ethan Fago play for the Braves? Wasn't you he a center fielder? years ago. He's yeah. Ethan yeah. Fago. Yes, I know the Braves. Fajo. Fajo. Sorry about that, Fago. <laughs> hey, Ray. Yes. Do you have Braves fan? Yes. What's your boyfriend's favorite thing? <laughs> that make you gay, in my world. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You are a Peter Puffer. <laughs> to me. Don't be mean to the listeners. What's wrong with you? The Braves... <laughs> Slowpoke Montana. See, <laughs> I, I get a little attitude. Yeah, you do. When it comes down to, uh, sorry about that, Red. You're acting like a real cockroach. I am a cockroach sometimes. Okay, are you ready, Red? Yes. Okay. Are you sure? Maybe you Absolutely. should do a different one. Do you want I me know to... the answer to Okay, this what is do? the answer to the one I've been doing? The Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, finally. Somebody knows the Lebowski. Okay, here we go. It's movie number two. Numero dos. You ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Showtime! Showtime. <laughs> okay, orphans, listen to Ignacio. I know it's fun to wrestle a nice pile driver to the face or a punch to the face, but you cannot do it because it is in the Bible not to wrestle your neighbor. Nacho Libre? Nacho yes. Libre is right! <laughs> 
he gets two. Here is movie number three. Are you ready? Yes. Showtime. Hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That is uh, the Princess Bride. Princess Bride is right. You have three. Brave fans have a lot of time to memorize movies because they're so busy not winning World Series. Okay, here we go. This one is tough because it's not delivered by a Mexican, but it's about one. Here okay. we go. Showtime. My answer is I don't have the first dang clue. Maybe he was an early riser and Santiago liked to pack in the morning. And maybe he didn't have no friends. I'm an educated man, but I'm afraid I can't speak intelligently about the travel habits of William Santiago. What I do know is that he was set to leave the base at 0600. Now, are these the questions I was really called here to answer? Phone calls and full lockers? Please tell me you have something more, Lieutenant. These two Marines are on trial for their lives. Please tell me their lawyer hasn't pinned their hopes to a phone bill. Uh, Why didn't you do the impression, Juan? Did you order the Code Rojo? This one is tough. That's did better. you order the Code Rojo? <laughs> you got them right, I ordered it. <laughs> code Rojo? Did you order the Code Rojo? You got them right, I ordered it. That impression's way off. What kind of circus you running around here? I heard you have things like Code Rojo. In the Marines, we have things like Honor and Code Rojos. Anything right? Code I'm going to take a stab at it and say Jarhead. Oh, oh, you are a loser, Red. You are like the Braves. So almost, but not quite. So long, Red. I so bad. Oh, my goodness. Nobody's winning gas and beef. I thought that was one of the easier ones. It was one of the easiest ones possible. You ordered the Code Rojo? No, I guess it. Oh, I'm getting so tired. (laughs) It's almost time for siesta. What? Oh, the dishes are done. I have to go. Is that my beep? Wow. I do one more. Who is this? Andy. Andy is a girl. You are a female. Yes. How are you doing? Answer the phone. Yeah, Joe, you, you either have uh, some sort of weird bubbling sound coming out of your face <laughs> or your phone is ringing. <laughs> My phone's ringing. That's what I thought. Because it's weird to have somebody have a bubbling sound from their face. I think Vin Scully has that problem. Did you order the Code Rojo? Is that a few good men? It yeah. is fine. My Amy. God. Amy's smart. Hey, Amy. Is it, uh, if we went on a date tonight, would I score with you? Or do you have, is it because you have rojo taco? (laughs) 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 But you eat rojo taco, you worry about your bread. I don't like Dodger fans. Amy, do you have rojo taco? Juan, be polite. I am. I ask her out for Rojo Taco. No, I just don't know go. if she have one already. She doesn't want to go with you. You don't have Rojo uh, Taco? No. Do you want to go out tonight? No, thanks. When is you due to have your next Rojo Taco? Oh. There's that bubble face again. Okay, this one, I'm going to make it easy for you. 
Here we go. All right. Ready? This is a tough one, Amy. I got to whisper. Making it easy. Easy. Easy for a tough one. If Amy pay attention, this will be a cakewalk. Here we go. And so it was. Lightning split the sky. Then they are shook the earth. That was French. <laughs> we should start over. Sometimes to start again. <laughs> when I whisper, it's French. Okay. It's part of the character. Okay, all right. And so it was. <laughs> Lightning split the sky. Thunder shook the earth. And all was quiet. The great warrior known as Zoro was gone. The mask is Zoro? It's Zoro! How are you doing? Okay, here's another one. Are you ready? Yeah. Don't worry, little Joaquin. Oh, whenever great deeds are remembered, your grandfather will live on. For there must always be a Zoro. And someday, when he's needed, we'll see him again. Um, the mask is Zoro? Zoro is correct. Okay, that's three, okay? Here's another one. Someday when he's needed, we will see him again on his fearsome steed tornado. <laughs> Riding like G-Wind, his sword blazing in the sun, leaping and swinging through the air, <laughs> fighting like a lion, the great Zoro. <laughs> Is that Zoro? Yes, she's very good. Why are, you, why are you giving her all these softballs, Juan? Because I'm getting sleepy. Are you trying to get laid? Okay, this next one is from another movie. Are you ready? <laughs> Okay. It's not Zoro, I promised you. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Come on. This is not working. Here at the Tilly Twister, we are slashing in half. Give us an offer on a vast selection of And this is a blowout. All right. We got white. We got black. We got Spanish. We got yellow. We got hot. Cold. We got wet. We got smelly. We got hairy. We got bloody, we got snapping, we got silk, we got velvet, we got naggy hype. We, <laughs> we even have the horse poop, dog poop, chicken poop. Come on, you want poop. Come on, poop lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, poop lovers. Is that from Dust Till Dawn? It is yeah. Dust Till Dawn. You are the winner, Amy. Oh. And she does it all with a rojo taco. <laughs> Hold on, please. Man. All that for oh, me. Yes. I am so sleepy. That was good acting, though. Is that business real? Jace, he's right down the street at my sister's house. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> Twister. Yes, that's a good one. We need to go. They're slashing it all in half if you want some. I got to go. I'm so tired. Good Dodgers! So long, Slowboat! Oh. Oh. I like that guy. Me too. He's fun. <laughs> Forgot about Dusk Till Dawn. A great movie. <laughs> well, Amy's the big winner. She's People got... think you're trying to get them killed on the texting. Why? Uh, apparently one guy was uh, uh, pulled up next to a truck full of landscapers. <laughs> Yeah, roll up your windows. Yeah. <laughs> that, should, that should just be a thing we say. <laughs> roll up your windows. It's 98 KUPD. This is the Big Red Radio. The man that is uh, behind every cool movie you've seen. The in, voice of Batman. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it's probably Christian Bale's inspiration. Now, Michael Madsen's on the phone. Michael Madsen, are you there? You know, it was a 
that was a great compliment you gave me, and I, I, uh, I think I'd make a good Batman. I think you'd be a phenomenal yeah, Batman. Yeah, I would. A phenomenal. Yeah, well, I'll try but, to the studio to give me that job. You've got the voice built in, and uh, but I think it would be kind of uh, probably off-putting when Batman's always lighting up. Yeah, the we'd smoke. have to hear your Bruce Wayne voice <laughs> yes. first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you had a, a Batman with a Marlboro, I, 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 I can work on that. Yeah, get that going. So, how are things going for you? Everything's you got. Uh, oh well, I got Hellride coming out tomorrow. I think it's a really good picture. It's a good biker picture, and uh, got to uh, you know be associated with Quentin again in the. Yeah. Uh, which Weinstein is, Boys and uh, Larry Bishop, of course, who wrote and directed it, and uh, worked with my old pals Dennis Hopper. See, what this is—it's impossible to listen to you and not think of like just at regular everyday life. You intimidate waiters just by order. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah has your I voice do sometimes. It's, uh, people hesitate to get in elevators with me. <laughs> you just uh, stand, just just saying hello. It's just saying hello is kind of like a wow. This guy could kill me for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and you're probably like a teddy bear. I don't know. Are you a violent guy? I am. Six. You know, I uh, just uh, you know, I, I guess I had my day of uh, running wild, but uh, I've calmed down a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're now you get to vent in the movies. Yeah, which is yeah, great. Yeah, I, I save it for uh, save it for the screen. And Hellride's coming out. Quentin uh, Tarantino produced this. Yeah, so uh, and it's written by uh, somebody else. But uh, we saw the trailer for it, and you say it's a biker movie. It's not for bikers only, right? Like if, well, if I don't, I don't bike, know, I'll it, like it. It's, it's, it. I mean, it's easy to call it a biker film. I think it's more of a spaghetti western on wheels, you know. Awesome, yeah. And it's like it, a western on bikes, and it has that feeling. <laughs> what is what is the favorite uh, character you've done in the last probably fifteen years? It, it literally, you are in every cool movie of the past twenty years. There, there's three pictures that I made recently. One is called Strength and Honor. I played an Irish-American prize fighter that was shot in Ireland. And uh, another one was Vice. I did a cop picture with Daryl Hannah called Vice. Remember that and one. then Hellride, you know. I mean, the three of them are just kind of like, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think the three of them are probably the best time I've ever had. You didn't mention Species, which, by the way, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Not well, not not because of you though. <laughs> no, I, I about forgot about Species Two uh, holds a special place in my heart because it was like a masturbation race at the end. Yeah, when they're doing yeah, the sex it was scene, march. it was. They were doing the sex scene, and then they turned into aliens, and I had to beat the yeah, clock. I, uh, yeah, I I I, I uh, kind of wish I'd never been a part of it. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? You got my dough, so big deal. <laughs> No, actually, Frank Mancuso got your. That's dope. true. That's true. Yeah, but, none yeah. of it was passed on to me. I helped, and I was I was a huge supporter of the Species movie. Just that the, some of those scenes are ridiculous with Natasha Hemstrich. <laughs> I would have done Species three if I was you, if she was on board. <laughs> I, I gotta ask you, are you? In a, I wasn't in Species three. Yeah, you should have been. Man, I would have. I'd have followed her to Species ten, and then I'd have called. If it the off. money's there, they couldn't afford me for Species three. <laughs> that's true. That's probably a fact. So, because uh, I, you've, you've been in Reservoir Dogs, you've been in. Uh, uh, Kill Bill, which is just the the single coolest character in movie history, Bud. Bud, and uh, yeah, well, that's a compliment. I thank you for that. I had a good time with old Bud. Yeah, uh, Bud was the best. That's and, why I'm wondering: Are you in a trailer with a bottle of Jack right now, yeah. talking to us? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I I uh, I gave that up a while ago. What does uh, what does Michael Madsen do on a regular fun day? Because I, I kind of want to kill the image a little that that you're that much cooler than me. Will you give me just something that you do that would make everybody go, "Wow"? I usually take my kids dirt biking. And, See, uh, that's still cool. I sit there and watch them ride their dirt bikes in the hills and uh, in a wife beater with a bud. Get a big kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, and so you just kind of watch it. You're just a big dad, is all. Uh, yeah, I just I, I love my boys and I, I like to rough house with them and. 
pretty much, you know, I try to get as much time in there as I can with that because I'm on the road a lot. Right. What's the nerdiest thing you do? What's like the lamest like, you, thing? Yeah, puzzles. Yeah, are you a big are you a puzzle guy? <laughs> you know, I wish I wish I had some talent in that area, but I just never... <laughs> puzzles kick your ass. I, I can't draw. You know, I can't paint. I can't... Uh, I've tried, believe me. Uh, I heard Charlie Bronson was a good painter, but... Uh, I've, I've tried it a couple of times. It was a fiasco. <laughs> so you got nothing going the there. Boys into any... Nothing going there, no. yeah. <laughs> Are the boys into any hobbies? Like, I mean, they collect beer cans, anything like yeah. that? My my, uh, my oldest son uh, is 20, and he's, uh, he's motorcycles, girls, and uh, you know, yeah. that's his thing. Does he sound like you? My 14-year-old, he uh, plays a lot of basketball. Well, see, he's good. But do, do the boys have your voice? Because that's just a ticket to... Uh... <laughs> That's a ticket to panties right they, there. They, they own. <laughs> That's a panty ticket. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they don't sound like you at all? Do you have them? I got six of them. Yeah, it works for him uh, six they, times. Uh, Man. No, they, they, uh, I think I got this from my dad and uh, 20 years of smoking, but. Uh, <laughs> it probably didn't help. You know, uh, but they, they, they want to be actors. I've encouraged them not to be. Yeah, they all, all of them do? Uh, well, pretty much, yeah. Oh, boy. And you would, why, do, why do actors always say don't do it? I I always think it's like an ego shot that they it's don't ever want to be. It's a lonely life, and it's kind of very it's very competitive. And you know, I was very lucky and fortunate to get in when I got in in the way that I did. And you know, being that they're my sons and they got the same name, they they could probably get in a in a casting session. But after that, it's up to them, you know. And I just don't want them to get disheartened. I mean, there's a lot of uh, it's it's pretty competitive. It's pretty yeah. hard on you. Really. And, and plus, it's not like you're Rex Lynn. You're Michael Madsen, so they could very easily end up like a Frank Stallone type that just it's never. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got some shoes to fill there. It's pretty, it's pretty doggy dog. And I, I, you know, I mean, if look, if they, if they really want to do, I'm not going to discourage them, but I'm not going to encourage them either. So they need to be doctors. And, yeah, uh, you need to get into something good. Guys yeah. that make the real money. There you go, brilliant. And uh, we always ask this of every celebrity on the show, and you will have a phenomenal answer, I guarantee it. We have a segment on the show called The Pause and Toss. A listener, I'll tell you what this is, a listener started this, Species is in this, uh, a listener started this because his wife was giving him a hard time about porn and was going to kick him out of the house, and he couldn't yeah. have it. So we started a, uh, a segment each week. We, we bring out a regular mainstream movie that has a great scene for guys whose wives won't let them watch dirty movies. So uh, it's like Species has a scene where you would pause the movie, finish and your wife would be none the wiser that this movie is really for your personal needs rather than your enjoyment <laughs> right. what movie mainstream movie would michael madsen suggest for a pause and toss oh hell right hell right it's got some good yes. stuff in it really oh, absolutely is there yeah. nudity in it it's got everything oh michael madsen you are the coolest man i've ever talked to this is this is a fact <laughs> you go right to your it, it was a plug and i believe you all at the same time so hell right is it wasn't that all right, really? before Hellride. Yeah, prior to Hellride, because it's not out on DVD, and you can't do that in the theater yet. Prior to Hellride, I got The Getaway. The Getaway. That's yeah. Yeah, that's on my list, too. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Okay, very well done. And Jennifer Tilly was in here one time. She was. Yeah, and we asked her how uncomfortable it was to do that scene with you, where yeah. she, she had to literally do a ride and grind, pretty much, for I don't know how long. And yeah, she, a she lot said, of takes on that. She said you were, uh, you were constantly messing up the scene, and seemingly on purpose. Is that true? <laughs> well, I tell you what, you hop in the sack with Jennifer and get her up on top of you and see what happens. I would, I swear to God, I would, I'd start speaking Japanese for no reason. There'd be stuff, I'd be, I'd, that would be a four-day shoot. That would, that would be constant, 
Well, that's awesome. Who was a who? Is that an uncomfortable moment? I mean, do you find yourself getting aroused when Jennifer Tilly's on you, or are there just too many people in the room? Uh, well, you know, making those kind of scenes is is not very romantic. You're surrounded by you know fifty people staring at you and lights and cameras, and uh, it's. Uh, See, I think that would get me going more that fifty people well, are actually witnessing it. Porno. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying, but I would like that with Jennifer Tilly, so I would be thinking, I'm making a porno with Jennifer Tilly, <laughs> things would get awkward. Yeah, but then it would be like a 30-second scene. Yeah, yeah, well, it would get over a lot faster, and I'd be asleep. But yeah, those things, uh, the, the, when you read the it's script... It's a lot easier when you're, when you're actually uh, uh, seeing that person. Right. And has that happened to you? You've been dating somebody to a scene with? Uh, at that time. Jennifer Tilly and you were actually doing it? Not in the scene, but like in real life? During that time, yeah. You continue to get cooler. It's unbelievable. He's, he's been to the mountain. Yeah, just when I thought you couldn't do it, you continue to get cooler. We, we had a lot of fun. Thank oh, my God. Well, I'm just going to make a bronze statue of you now. <laughs> and I'm going to start smoking. I'm going to do all sorts now, of now cool stuff. Now when Jennifer Tilly comes back to shill away for oh, a poker tournament. Yeah, screw that. Wow. She's, she's going to get barraged now. Well, this is awesome. And uh, and your and your movie is out tomorrow. Well, to be honest. Yeah, you got to be honest. Did you date any other celebrities that'll make me feel like a pile of nothing? Well, you know, it wouldn't be a good thing for me to start You're naming right. names. But you already show. did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you already started. Just well, open that you, black you, book. You, you, you backed me into that one. All right, well, that's true. I did. Well, I you, answer your question. Evidently, she backed into you too. Any <laughs> any brushes with Ann B. Davis yeah. or anything like that? Ally Sheedy from War Games. Ally Sheedy. I'm just gonna pretend I didn't hear that. I understand. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> That's a yes. Uh, what what is uh, what is the one thing we need to know about Hellride that'll make us buy a ticket tomorrow? Well, it's jeez, uh, I don't know, fellas. It's a it's a great biker picture. I don't know what to say. It's got a, you a just great check writer, out. director and a great big Quentin Tarantino thumbprint on it. And it's, cool. Uh, is it Tarantino ish or is it uh, got a tone? yeah, very yeah. much. So. Okay. He, listen, the picture was cut three times, and the last and final cut was his cut. Oh, okay, cool. That's the one that they're going to show. So. Sweet. Well, there you go. And it's out tomorrow, and uh, it's uh, all over the place, and it'll be one of those uh, kind of uh, thrilling Quentin Well, Tarantino. you check out the trailer yeah. on it. it it's cool. Yeah, it's Hollywood. Cool. Uh, the good. They movie. put together a good trailer. It's always a good sign. Yeah, when the trailer's good, sometimes that's a bad thing, but when it makes you want to see it, it's uh, it doesn't give away too much. It's kind of cool. So I, I really don't even know. The deal. Yeah, it looks like a badass movie. You are the coolest man on the planet, Michael Madsen. I thank you for taking time out this morning, man. It's awesome. I wish you were running the studio. I tell yeah. you, if, if you can get that done, we'll have a Michael Madsen movie day every day, and I'll run a studio for you. Just give me some Make Make it happen. I will, I will gladly put you in every good movie ever. I'm, I'm get away. So put the word out. Uh, you'll be We're fine. We're already writing the getaway, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I'm up for that. It's, it's about an hour and a half of you and Jennifer Tilly reliving some stuff. <laughs> And then poker breaks out. Tell her I said hi. Will do, man. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Okay. There you go. Michael Madsen, everybody. The single coolest human being on the planet. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. I'm going to start smoking. Heavy. I got time. I got to make up some time. I got to sound like that boy. You got to start having kids. I got to have six boys <laughs> that like dirt bikes. I got to nail Jennifer Tilly. And I have to do some. Uh, I have to do some violent stuff here. I have got to get on the ball. I have. I am. Doesn't he make you feel like a worthless lump? Yes. Your life is horrible, Brady. <laughs> I, th- I think he's he's comforting. How's that? Just like I mean, <laughs> you listen to him. He's like so laid back that he he's like a. Because he's the king. It's like he's been in every world war fought. He's the king. That's why he's laid back. What does he got to do anymore? 
just uh, get everything in it. There's nothing wrong with my But, life. I mean, you know, you could see it as a dad. He's like, you can do that. If I was at the Olive Garden and he rolled in, I went to a uh, tour of Italy. I mean, I'd be, I'd be scared to death of him. Michael Madsen's scary. You know, is his sister Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Man, Olshevitz. That's the coolest dude ever. T, did you get moist during that interview? Yeah. Me too. 7.02 in the morning sickness. There's Michael Madsen. The Brady Report preempted and for good reason. Michael Madsen's... That's how cool he is, Brady. The pause and toss he suggested is himself. <laughs> That's a bad man right there. Hey, when I did it with Jennifer Tilly, I thought maybe a lot of guys should beat off to that. Because <laughs> I do. You're right. <laughs> and I have. That's the first guest, I think, that's male that I've actually uh, had to towel off while he's on my screen. I got a little uncomfortable. I'll just tell you what. Dude, that dude's my get, idol. Michael Manson's my idol. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, just for, for the getaway, everybody. It's, today's, it's already a pause and toss, but it's Michael Manson suggesting we should beat off to me in the getaway. Fantastic. Will do. And we dug up some dirt. Ali Sheedy. Yeah. And he nailed Ali Sheedy in his first movie, War Games. Who knew? The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. By the way, uh, what Brady is brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns over there on Indian School and 12th Street. You want to hop in on there and get all their specials while they get this uh, building. We've been talking about their new building, that they're moving all their stuff over. They're doing that sale still to get the stuff out to have less to move, although they're getting closer and closer to just having the new building. Yeah. So uh, get on over there. All the prices for ammo, which have kind of steadied out, but they've steadied out real high. Uh, you can get good prices. You can get pretty much everything you've wanted, any caliber, anything you want. Uh, they can got it. They got it, or they'll get it. And plus, you can uh, get the uh, AR-15s built there. They're certified yeah. to do all the work. MMP AKs too. And yep, they actually had. Uh, I was there on Friday, and they actually have. Uh, I think like a pallet and a half of nine millimeters. So if you're oh, looking for nine, which everybody is, yeah. they got it there. So make sure you hit them. Do you on. know what it was? Uh, I don't remember which. No, I don't. I'll find I can text 30s? Byron and find out. Thirties. No, I think it was cheaper than that. No actually. kidding. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because that stuff's I'll text by high demand. And there's no limit no limit on it. You can buy cases. You can buy one box. You can oh, buy no a case. Oh, no kidding. They got that much. They got that okay. much. Good. Well, that's huge because that's the one that goes fast. They usually run out every day. Uh, so MMP Guns, 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, this one says, uh, Dear Brady, if my husband wants me to peg him, is he secretly gay? Uh, seven years married. And then the last year or so, he's been talking about strap-ons and stuff. Gay? I've talked to him, and he said he wants me to try it. Is this normal? He's 38. It's not like he's dying or anything. It's a bucket list. Signed, very confused woman. A little adventuresome there. Um, maybe. maybe. I don't gay? know. Yeah. It's like, but I would like to try it, and I want you to be no, at least the he wants you to do it, person. Right? He wants you to, want you to man the ship. <laughs> My guess is he's watching a lot of porn. Yeah. And he's drifted off into this kind of, hey... What's she doing to him? I can understand why you're wondering. Isn't interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Seven years in. Is it gay, it. Brett? Yeah. <laughs> See, Brett's real there quick with the answer. There we go. Yep, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is. <laughs> it is. Come, you're right. You were going to do a come on. You can give me a come on. You can do another one. You can give us a come on. Come on. But you come don't. On. You don't want to say come on, come on too much during a gay thing. No. Well, what do you think? What is, is it? I, is it? Is it gay? If you got a hot girl, 
uh, doing some butt play. Yeah, it's gay. It's pretty gay. <laughs> the, the that particular I'm activity is pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, maybe. What's your motivation here, bro? Touch it. You know, be in the area. Yeah, it's salads, <laughs> delicious salads. It. Yeah, dance around the dance around it. Let's not. Let's not raid the cave, but let's, you know... Digitally massage? <laughs> yeah. Not like that, Brett. <laughs> Put your computer down. Yeah, that. No need to go full joust. But let's, yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's not act like, you know, we're fracking all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Brett on this one. It's gay. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened, and he's, like, it's gay now. I can't believe there was that much thought in this question. Yeah, Brady tried to dance around the niceness, but ask Brett and get a quick answer. Oh, yeah, that's gay. What do they call that in your uh, neck of the woods? A fajoule? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy could be half a... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, but that doesn't make it bad. He just wants that now, and you have to talk to him about what's going on there. I guess there's plenty of relationships that are... Well, a lot of people do it. I mean, there's a... Well, see, and I just read an article about bisexual uh like out of the shadows day was september 23rd and they're like we're not if if a bisexual person settles down with one side or the other it doesn't mean they're still not bisexual like, sure it does you made a choice like mo mo's not bisexual anymore she said she, she, said was. she was yeah, yeah she didn't know what she is see these this is why bisexuals make us upset just pick one and if you don't pick one then don't settle in you know what i mean I can see there's that. No, I mean, there's no grundle in sexuality? Yeah, once you, yeah, there's no grundle with it. Once you choose and you lock down, that's what you are, right? Like right now, Brady, you and I, we're going at it hot and heavy. We're gay. Forever? Well, probably. What if you didn't like Because it? you're never going to get rid of me. <laughs> right. But like this but guy, like, let's say, say the guy yeah. gets punched in the trunks by his wife. Yeah. And, okay, I did it. I don't like it. I just well, no, that doesn't that. make him gay. I'm saying you and I, you and I are rolling around, and I mean it's hot. Yeah, it people want to watch. Like they're, it they're normally paying money, is. like yeah, right. the way we go. And then so uh, we're gay when that's going on. Yes. And then I say, you know what? I want to be with you exclusively. Uh, whoa, whoa, cowboy! Whoa, whoa, pirate! Yeah, we're a gay couple now. Because <laughs> you're going to say, whoa, whoa. Where's Brennan when we yeah. need him? Boy, I tell you what, Brady. <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking about. But that would make us a gay couple. Nobody's going to look at me and you living together, rolling around truffle butter in each other like crazy, and say that's a bisexual couple. Right? Yeah. We're gay. Well, if, and then if uh, we break people up. People would say that if you remained married. If huh? it was with Ronnie and you oh, yeah, Megan, yeah. they yeah, would That's say, different. But I'm saying but there, if we're. Be, we'd be considered bi. But if we're a committed couple and we're doing that. And then we're going out and doing it, then you're by. But what's the point? Make a choice. Make a choice, right? But you can always change your mind, apparently. But you can change your mind. Yeah. That's exactly right. Right now, you're this. Right. But you're one or the other. Because otherwise, you're just greedy. You're, you know, you can be in a situation with like three or four I mean, people in the room. That's called that. an orgy. It's bisexual. You're just open. I just don't understand that. It's okay to be. Would you rather say, I. I like it all. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm greedy. That's what they should call. Okay. It. I'm just greedy. I just I don't I, I like everything. It doesn't make you bisexual. It just makes you like you got no boundaries. That's fine. But you, you're not like bisexual thing drives me bananas because they're like we need to come out of the shadows. Well, then make a decision. 
You're like going paint shopping with a wife, for God's sakes. They never choose. I like this one, and I like this. Well, we got to pick. Somewhere along the lines, you got to make up your mind. We can't have this him and Han world anymore. You're one or the other. Just like gender. You're one or the other. Scientifically, you can mentally have all you want, but come on. If you're greedy, let your wife know. It's good information. And that vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. Yep. But if you're sitting there going, hmm, I want to get pegged. Or if you're gay, let your wife know. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and you say that that's super gay. Uh, dear Brady, this you're going to love this one. I was given up for adoption when I was four years old. Uh, I have some memories of things as a child, but not vivid. Uh, and it's it's haunted me, but I'm okay. Recently, I met a girl on Tinder. She and I are so compatible, it scares me. We laugh about how similar we are. She's younger by two years. She said her family always talked about the boy they gave up because her mom was so poor at the time. Well, I had sex with her this weekend, and the entire time I couldn't help but think she's my sister. <laughs> do I break up because I really like her? I don't want to do that. Do I get clarity? If she is related to me, that's going to ruin everything and just destroy me forever. Or F it until uh, we make a tard. <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> I'm finding out. Would you want to know? Yeah. Would you still want to know? You and Ronnie have been together for a long time. Word comes out now. Would you want to know? That, that Ronnie was at one time living at our house. And was maybe no, your sister. Maybe some sort of relative, maybe in like a, a cousin or a niece or whatever, aunt maybe. Well, would you want to know at this point? At this particular time, yeah. I'm sure curiosity would eventually get yeah, you. I'm gonna find out. Would it stop you? Um, it <sighs> might. It might. Think you might put the brakes on. Yeah, I think at this point it's just too late. Like if you found out Medea was your long lost sister. I mean, the damage is done. It is done, yeah. but are you going to continue the damage, or what's the uh, difference? Well, I don't like you said. Like his third choice, <laughs> that, that could be yeah. you know, unfortunately, effort until you make it hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's Gabe's word. <laughs> that's what and I said. It. That was his choice. I think if you're worried about it, you can't make kids. If you want to keep it going, that's the one rule. Like if you start saying we need to have children, then you need to know for sure. You know, I'm surprised they wouldn't have been talking about this as they got to they know were. each other. I think Isn't he just said the hell with it. Like, well, I, think, I don't think they've known each other like long. This? I don't think they've known each other a long time. I think it's just kind of come up like, wait a minute. Like the puzzle pieces started to add up. And in your mind, you can, I don't know. I wasn't adopted. Because we've your, had situations, well, stories where they did say F it. We're going to yeah. continue on. Well, there's they that. Were, uh, you know, a. Uh, uh, apart for 22 years. Yeah, they that couple in Utah that decided that they were going to try to change the Utah laws because they're like family and they started humping and they're like, you know what, this is pretty great. I didn't realize that we were this close, but you know what, I'm not letting that go. That mom and the son. Separated from families. Remember that one in England? Yep. Where the guy met the older lady at the bar and they started getting it at, they were going after it. it turned out it was his mother and they're and like, they screw it, I'm staying. On, yeah. It's like 35 Anchors years later. Away. Yeah, she's like 57. He's like 44 because she was 12 when she had him or something. He's like, I'm going in. To and the I, base, sir. But when he, his thing was, we've already done it. We love each other a ton. It's not like she was my mom who raised me. So, and she can't have kids anymore, so what's the harm? 
You two are looking at me. What are the crazy. odds? So you wouldn't, you would, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm looking it. into it for sure. If you're thinking it, you got to look into it. Want to take you to the next step? You can't have that. You can't stumble into that. And lady. if you find out she's your sister, remember, don't tell anyone what happened. <laughs> well, we already did, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gabriel, well, you, you got to stop your sister until you get a DNA test. What happened with your last relationship? Well, uh, it turned out it was great. We got along really good, but uh, she was my sister, so we had to stop seeing each other. I still call. Great friends. Yeah, that would be super confusing, but I think you could. I think you could nip that one real fast. Maybe. What's this? Oh, look at that. <laughs> this is the other one. When you're, yeah, they changed. They did. Yep, they decided they're out of jewelry. No, they're not out of jewelry, no. <laughs> what would Brady do no longer brought to you by, w, uh, by uh, M&P uh, Still endorsed by, jewels. but just not currently. It's M&P Guns now. Got yeah. guns and ammo? Business M&P, yeah. M&P Guns does. 1,200 new and used guns in stock, all popular calibers in stock daily. The Valley's best knowledgeable pro staff, M&P Guns. Inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. Right next to where they keep all those jewels. Well, they used to. Gotta That's keep them safe. That's right. Well, yeah. that... That'll last a week. It'll go back to the jewelry. Those guns will sell so fast. <laughs> yeah, they're out. Yeah, I might go down there yeah, today and clean them out. Out of flamethrower. Well, I think currently. That's nerve-wracking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cave Creek During burns. pandemic. Yeah. Well, it is a good way to, to clean up an area. <laughs> Diseases can't live in fire. Anyway. Would you? You've got that. You don't know who your family is. You could run into somebody you've been humping and turns out they're family. What yeah. if Lisa turns out Lisa was also related to oh, that guy man. that ditched everything? Would you stay? Uh, at this be, point, at, at eleven years in, it's the not? Montana way. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's too much pain in the ass to break everything. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I kind of agree. Yeah. It's an awful lot of splitting. Yeah, moving is hard. It's legal stuff. Moving's a pain in the ass. Yeah, boys are used to it, so meh. Yeah, the kids seem to get along. Yeah. And now they're actual blood relatives, so it yeah. works out great. Yeah, so, so when they say they're brothers, right. they can actually mean it yeah, now. they can share organs at this point. Would it be brothers? Would it be, yeah. uh, depends on what she is. Let's say yeah. she comes from, let's say no, your your be. dad, who you never met, sprayed her mom on some, right. so have he's drifting through orbs. Vegas or something. So then she's your half-sister, half-sister. They're These just kids cousins. are No, no, they're... no, no, no. That's not it. So there would be, uh, your kids would be half uh, your half sister is. So they'd both be an eighth, right? Oh man, this point. is hard. Right? I don't know. I'm good at fractions. But if it's eight, still, it's, but if you got the same dad, it's not cousins. I don't know how that yeah, works. Yeah, no. Your brother and sister. It's so the same grandparents. That would be a nephew. Same grandparents. That would be her. It would be your nephew. Right. The boys Oof. would have the same grandparents. I don't know what they are. Niece, nephew. They'd still be your brothers. nephew. They would still. I mean, well, no. like an eighth or whatever. It's a nephew. It's not a cousin though. Nephew. No, the kid. Their kids are not cousins. Their kids. Their kids would be cousins, and be also cousins because grandparents. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, because it goes back to grandparents. But but you two would be we would half be brother, half, half sister. Half so they'd be half cousins. But there's also something else missing. We're missing something. Yeah, there's something in there. <laughs> and the reason we're missing it is because it's not common. Nobody would also be their own nephews and nieces. Their own. Yeah. Because technically, is a, yeah. that's right. your aunt. Yes. One branch yeah, is right. missing. So, no, no, no. So they're cousins together, and they're also n- n- uh, each other's niece or nephews. Nephew. Yeah, because yeah. oh, Lisa, Lisa would be Alex's aunt. I would be Chris's <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to break this up. 
Yeah, no. No, you'd be you'd no. be be too confused. You'd be nephew cousin. Uncle well, dad, the story writes alone, mom. John, it's at uncle, this point. Yeah, uncle Dad and Aunt Mom. And my nephew cousin Alex. As played by Jennifer Aniston. That's hard. Don't do that. Yeah, I won't. But at this point, yeah. really. Eleven uh, moving, years in. Packing is so difficult. Eleven years in. It's, it's hard to move. It's a really difficult process. Uh, and there you go. Brought to you by MMP Guns. They're out of jewelry, and they're guarding the rest of that store like a life depends on it. You got guns? They'll take them. You want guns? They got them. Those, everything in that store is safe. I know. Me. Oh, no, that's the safest <laughs> store in the city. Trust me. Yeah, MMP, those guys are, they're covered. You're fine there. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is what Brady did. Well done, mister. This is the Big Red Radio. It's time for Brady to entertain the crap out of us. Brady, entertain me. The entertainment drill is brought to you by Zia Records. Persnick, persickety, oh. Persn, oh, you almost Persnickety people, phenomenal cheese. Her? Pepper's Farm. Wisconsin, Wisconsin Sargento. Oh. Sargento. Persnickety people. And what is it? Persnickety people. Phenomenal cheese. Or I could have got the phenomenal. My, I'm pretty sure. I know it's <laughs> you just persick. Persnickety. Persnickety. You just wanted to say persnickety. Zia Records. <laughs> Zia Records. Anyway. Good cheese. <laughs> Holy rectal discomfort. Batman, the old schooler, Adam West, is mm-hmm. now fighting a new nemesis. Oh, no. Don't don't get Batman Benign sick. prostatic hyperplasia. Oh. Or BPH, which Robin, is enlarged prostates. Please reach into my ass and pull out what ails me, friend. It causes... Holy uh, deep cavern, Batman. Uncomfortable changes in a man's wee-wee cycle. I pee in little spurts and squirts. It's the first sign of prostate. Trouble when your urinary flow isn't exactly functioning at a regular level. Holy squirts, Robin. I can't get off the can. Holy kink in the hose, Batman. Damn it, that Mr. Freeze... What's this? Bubble wrap. <laughs> Randall's trying to change the subject. I reach for it. There's a problem, Batgirl. As much as I want to be with you right now, I have to use my utility belt for something else. I'll be right back. Oh, oh, oh for God's sakes. Why is he humping? He's not. That's what his poop sounds like now. I wonder if the oh. new, new arch rival, you have the penguin, Mr. Freeze. I wonder if the new guy's urethra. <laughs> it's my arch nemesis. Clogged urethra. That is me. Hello, my sticky little. <laughs> is that what it sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> Salutations, my sticky little exit friend. going down, Batman. <laughs> but no one's going down on Batman anytime soon. Hurts to pee. Will he be okay? He's an old man. He's warning men. He's got a website, too, to uh, give the information and uh, where he'll be for Mardi Gras. What where alley you can meet him are you in. right now, Batman? Catwoman needs you. Out in a second, Catwoman. Busy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not functioning properly right now. To the toilet paper, Robin. Yes, sir. Holy sulfur, Batman. I can't Sorry, breathe. I had eggs for breakfast. Bad eggs. Bad eggs. Got to make more guana. What do they call that stuff I drop out? What's guano? <laughs> That's guano. Does he poop when he's in the bat suit or is it guano? 
Does it recycles nice, it. The suit recycles. Does he eat it like an? Or no, do owls come and eat it? Because that's well, what owls eat. Is bad. That's food. what powers it. That's got to be hard to take that onesie off to go to the bathroom. I'll be out now. Oh, I hate this, <laughs> Robin. I have to poop. You got to unzip me. The Joker <laughs> will wait. <laughs> this is horrifying. Oh, I'm cramping, Robin. I really need to go. I don't think you'd make it. You had to oh. get that onesie off. Seriously, Batman. I've got it from here. Thank God. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Here's the zipper here. Tie. <laughs> belt. Damn hat. Boots. Oh, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, Robin, you know that where they end the you scene stick off where your they're... Gloves. <laughs> Boots, gloves. In the Batman series, you're usually head and head, you know, into a saw or something. But this time, they're stuck <laughs> at a urinal. I can't stop being. The penguin would have never fed us those salt tablets. I... Not going to make it, Robin. The suit is taking forever. It's his worst nightmare. Mickey Rourke has had a share of ups and downs in a recent interview in Maxim Magazine. He said uh, he got so down one time in the late 90s, he actually devised a plan to kill a guy and then commit suicide. Right after Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man? The would-be murder victim was a man who allegedly beat and raped Mickey's estranged wife, Carrie Otis. From Wild Orchid. When he yeah. was struggling wow. with, uh, when she was struggling with her heroin addiction, Mickey even wrote a letter to Carrie de- detailing his plan. He he didn't uh, send it. Instead, he went to visit a New York City priest by the name of Father Pete Calipetro. <laughs> Eventually, talked him out of the whole plan. Father Pete says he admitted that he had screwed up his relationship with his wife, and a letter he had written was a, you know. Told him to forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. That's his advice. Forget about, it. forget about that. You know what you need to do? <laughs> forget about it. You need to leave it. it to me. I'll take care of you, kid. I don't mean to go back to the Chris Angel thing, but would you, you just re- did. Would you really want to follow up uh, you? You? No. That'd be a little, little scary. Maybe at this point. I don't know. Well, yeah, but definitely. She's a carrier. What, dude, is what you're saying. She's a carrier. She's a carrier. Is, is dust falling out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what I'll do. I'll take care of Hugh, Chris Angel, and this guy that was banging Karyotis. Eh? I'm Father Pete. Calamanatro. I like Father Pete. Father Pete Calamanatro. That's the guy you go to under the guise of religious advice. Say, I don't want to kill anybody. I'll do it. Don't you worry. I'm Father Pete Calamanatro. I'll do it in the name of God. Maybe you could have helped with that diddler earlier. I know some people. They know some people. Father Pete's got you. God bless. Now get out of here before the blood starts flying. <laughs> it's going to be like a virgin's first time. It's going to be blood everywhere. Jeez. Father Pete, is that appropriate? God bless. Now get the F out of here. He said they actually went back to the, the rectory, he and Father Pete, and uh, drank some red wine and smoked. See that giant, see that giant cross? Out. See that giant cross on the wall? The cross over there? I'm going to shove that in a guy's face. In the name of God, now get the F out of here. Father Pete. The Amy I should be a father. Wash. I should do that and just sit. Go ahead. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Oh, you've sinned. Imagine what I've done. Oh, anyway, I had uh, impure thoughts. I killed the guy yesterday. It's nothing. So You're just thinking about it. I actually performed it. If you don't do what Father Pete says, does he come after <laughs> yeah. you with a pipe or something? Yeah. Do ten Hail Marys. Uh, I'll do like eight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my foot so far up in your ass. In the name of God, God bless. Now get the F out of here. <laughs> in the name of God, I swear to God, I'm going to pull your anus out of your old. If you pull it out your mouth, I reach down into that sil- filthy... Sitting mouth. In the name of what God. Pull Father, that anus right out of your mouth. Father and Pete Tyson. Name of God. In the name of God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> now get out of here. Get the F out of here. I go to church more often. <laughs> I would go to church. Everybody listen. 
It's uh, the sermon's not going to last long. The Jets is on. J E T S. Can I get it from the congregation? J E T S. Church, church, church. God bless. Now, everybody, get the F out of here. Have some wine, some Jesus bread. Get out. You, you can get that in some churches. With the coach, the guy just wants to go watch football. Oh, some churches might as well. You know, you get threatened if you're not doing this. You're going to go to hell. You're going to oh, burn yeah. a phone. No, he'll put you in hell. Yeah. I'll make you feel like you're in hell. You're going to wish you were in hell. I'm Father Pico Matra's done with you. Now, Mickey Rock, get the That'd F be out sweet. Of. He turns his church yeah. just into a gambling hall. Yeah. He's got like. Oh, oh, where are you going? <laughs> Twenty you. bucks in the basket. Now get out of here. <laughs> Last night I was just deep in this broad. In the name of God, I am pounding away. She starts screaming out, Farakala Manatro, this is wrong. <laughs> it's about to be wrong. You know what the worst thing about it is? He is still talking. I broke a jaw. In the name of God, now get the F out of here. <laughs> 20 bucks in 20 the basket. Put some money in the basket. You don't get this advice for free. <laughs> Sorry, Father Pete is my favorite. <laughs> Paul McCartney, Heather Mills deal, the latest. Remember, thought it would be $99 million. Yeah. Supposedly, he has offered her a $45 million settlement in exchange for a quick divorce. Sure. And giving him custody of their daughter, Beatrice. She, she would have a daughter? Uh, unlimited visitation rights. She had a daughter? They had a kid? Yeah. I didn't know that. Does it have all its limbs? Uh, allegedly. And whatever whatever uh, Heather gets from Paul, she's expected to pump him huge chunk of it into her anti-landmine charity. Which I still find absolutely hilarious. Now, did she lose her leg to an anti- to a landmine? Car accident. Yeah, car accident. Oh, A landmine? What did you think? She was on the front lines or something? That's what they do. They In, the in Europe, there's no, landmines she, everywhere. And, yeah, and she was big... Uh, well, was that like in Mozambique or somewhere like that? Well, in, in Europe, they still have WW2 landmines out in fields and stuff. And well, people sucks. blow up all the time out there. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, what a lovely day for a fox hunt, isn't it? Holy mother of God, that's my leg, is it not? Yes. They're very polite about it. But it's over there with Rick like Allen's arm. Yes, over there by my arm, yes. I'm just going to sit here for a moment and let the bleeding subside. I'm oh. so sorry. It's my fault. <laughs> my bad. My fault. Goddamn Nazis! <laughs> but they, but so she loses her leg in a car wreck, and the first thing she thinks of is, ah, I need a charitable. What will I? Oh, those landmines are especially dangerous now, aren't they? Now that I'm only got one leg. Not drunk driving, Heather. Not. Uh... No, no. I want to keep the other one. We got to dig up these mines, are. Oh. Jack Black is uh, his wife is sponging a baby. Nacho Lieber. Jack Nacho, Black's yeah. wife is giving birth to a little Mexican. Are they going to yeah. name it Nacho? Nacho and Black. Lionel Richie's daughter, Nicole, is Nacho getting married. Nacho Black. She's getting married to uh, Adam, this Jew, Goldstein, DJ AM, I mean. Nice. Who's getting, getting married? married. Nicole Richie? She is going to marry DJ AM? Yeah. I thought they broke up. Back and on. Lionel Richie, by the way, huge in the Arab countries. Is he? Yeah. Arabs love him. He's a terrorist? No, just uh, they love uh, Why would you tell dancing us on the ceiling. But the feeling—it's in the news, obviously. They're we are dancing upon the ceiling. Oh, what the feeling! Hello, it's me you're looking for. Uh oh. Parasite. And see it in your eyes. <laughs> Why do Middle Easterners like Lionel Richie so much? They—you uh, can't understand. Yesterday, yeah, that is beyond my brain's comprehension. I'll 
pull up some stuff, but it was in the news, and they were saying they, they love Lionel Richie. Who? It's just like, you know, the Germans taking to Hasselhoff. Yeah, why do you got a question why it, now? Because maybe he was over there entertaining some of the... The Arabs? Yeah. Because Paris Hilton did a charity function. She's done two charity functions the For last who? month. One of them paid her two hundred grand just to show up, and then the uh, Arabs had her come out. Who were the Arabs? And they paid her a million bucks, and all she had to do was wave. The Saudi Arabians? Yeah, the Saudis. Why do we like Shakira, John? Because of her ass. Okay. I don't get it. Why they're just now maybe, hopping on the Lionel band? Maybe they think the, the frogs hot. paid her um, two hundred grand. <laughs> the French Brady. Yeah, the please. French paid her two hundred grand. <laughs> and then uh, I'm sorry, it was a <laughs> the other charity event was in Vienna. I forgot oh, she okay. she passed on the. Um, so it wasn't an Araba. Where are the no, Arabs? Where are these Arabs you speak of? This it's generalization the Saudis, of Arabs. But they, okay, that they've just all of a sudden taken their liking to Lionel. Did they you hear them. new Lionel Richie? It's 25 years old. It's unbelievable. The feeling stands upon ceiling. Why do they like him? I don't know, but he, he was performing for him. I don't know where. Um, yesterday it said where he's performing, and he made a little exactly. crack talking about his daughter getting married. And he said, I just talked to her on the phone. I just said, honey, send me the bill. <laughs> Very funny. My brain with the Arabs and the Lionel Richie thing is just. Well, then they asked him uh, what kind of wedding, and Lionel said, Extreme wedding! <laughs> Brady's no longer allowed to have Mountain Dew. I love the cannonball shot. Yeah, from the well, we shoot him out of a cannon War. every time he's. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we're going to fire Brady out of an old cannon every time he has a Mountain Dew. Because he's Extreme Brady. We're so up to date with our sound. Hey, that's a good one there. <laughs> we could bring back the cannon, we wouldn't be in this pickle. You guys want to go ahead and have an uh... Extreme Lunch! It's Extreme KUPD 98KUPD. From the Lerner and Rose Studio, this is the Big Red Radio 98KUPD.